Today on the program, a sprinkler system set up in the back. Can you fucking believe it? It's Hudson Hawk. Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I'm your host, Nick. Joining me today is the bobo to my ball ball, Anthony. <laughs> well, I'm a, I am the bobo to your ball ball. Mm-hmm. So you are in my mouth. Usually. That sounds right. That's accurate. That's <laughs> generally how it goes. That's, you think a little reciprocation. You think every once in a while, ball ball would put bobo in his mouth. <laughs> nope. This is how the relationship works. Yeah, that's yeah. Also, that's your life, Anthony. Also in the now studio with us <laughs> is Melanie. Talk about bitterness. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Melanie, and Anthony's wife. <laughs> Back from the Guardians of the Galaxy episode, listeners. Um, just returned. <laughs> Star Lord just returned her. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, she was like, "Oh, you're talking about Hudson Hawk. I cannot." Fucking wait to be a part of that. Yeah, that Give me is back to Earth, Chris like, Pratt. Yeah. yeah, Chris Chris Pratt and Drax. And Dave Batista. Yeah, yeah, please. Please take me back for Hudson Hawk. A, young, a younger Bruce Willis, please get me back to Earth. He has He's, some of his hair. It's yeah, funny this. because actually underneath the sweatshirt she's wearing right now, she's wearing her Tom Selleck shirt. I am. I was on the front page of the county paper in my Tom Selleck shirt. I wanted to Hell tweet yeah. him and say, hey, I'm a huge fan. Come to my play. But I didn't. But Tom Selleck never showed. Just like Tom Selleck. I didn't Tom tweet Selleck. him. I was way too introverted for that. I would have tweeted him. I'd have been sent with Tom Selleck. Oh, like, I'll, yeah, Tom I'll Selleck. tweet him. I just won't, you know, tweet him. Is that two different things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we talking about sex? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wouldn't have sex with Tom Selleck? No, I will I will tweet <laughs> oh, him. But, but you I'm don't not want gonna to actually tweet him. I'm not gonna DM him. You I'm just, just wanna gonna like, tweet, tweet, tweet all night. <laughs> just wanna thirst and hope he shows up. All right. Makes sense. Moving on. Bang bang. <laughs> Today we are talking about Hudson Hawk, I think. From it's like a Lisa's back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jesus. Not enough water in the world for that one. She is thirsty. I mean, I can't blame her. She's got taste. Jason Momoa. Other than Sam Rockwell, I'm not behind that. It's not bad. I don't know. I think Sam Rockwell is a handsome man. When he was drooling and dribbling all and shit in his own pants and green mile. No, no, no. Well, I mean, that that was, he's playing a part, Uh, (laughs) you know, but. When he uh, comes back to his trailer and he's not doing all that. He's sexy as hell as Zaphod. Oh, yeah. He's doing his best Bill Clinton impression. It doesn't matter what he is in, though. He's great at whatever he's in, and he's a handsome dude. So he's a great actor, a handsome guy. I think it goes back to he's kind of looks like a redneck. And so we all have just that one little part of us that is kind of intrigued by that. Just a small part of us. Little. Oh, yeah. It's a real small part. <laughs> Hudson Hawk from 1991, directed by Michael Leman. Uh He did Heathers, a whole lot of TV, including something we discovered... The Brink. Christian Brink. Slater and Heathers. And Heathers, yes. We don't see him much anymore. Yeah, no, where is he at? I think something happened. Last thing I saw him in was he was a guest of voice on a whole season of Archer, but I don't know if he's done anything since then. Hmm. So, 
But the brink. Christian now was act or is not active, but Christians later we'll see. Oh dear heavenly <laughs> father, this is what I live with on a daily effing basis. This This is the first time I think right. I've ever seen Nick look mad at <laughs> For the third time, the brink. A show. He wants to talk about that. That show, what, 2015? With yes. Starring Tim Robbins and Jack Black. Mm-hmm. An yeah. HBO program with Tim Robbins and Jack Black. That no one's heard that of. I have never seen. So definitely going to be crazy. watching that. I'm absolutely going to watch that. But it was only on for one no, season. I'm kind of mad now because I'll watch it and I'm sure it's going to have a cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be like a carnival or a fucking yeah, but maybe, firefly. Or a, I mean, the immense popularity of this show could yeah, yeah, bring yeah. it back for a second season. That's right. But let's, hey, hashtag bring back the brink, maybe. Back to the brink. Let's watch it first, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Let's just check it <laughs> out. might be a reason. Anyway, he did like season. True Blood, Dexter, did a bunch of, but he also did fucking Airheads. Yes. So we got Airheads. We do on like those. Airheads. I do like Airheads. Uh, and he, Nick loves Airheads because Adam Adam Sandler is his favorite. Yeah. His yeah. Favorite. Actor. I love Adam Sandler so <laughs> much. <laughs> no, he hates Steve Buscemi. Hates Brandon. Yeah. Uh, Fraser. Steve Buscemi. You hate Steve Buscemi. No, he's being he's being funny because our Happy Gilmore episode I was like, yeah, I don't give a flying fuck about Adam Sandler or anything Adam Sandler does really. <laughs> That's sad. I like Adam Sandler. I but th- we also had a big... I know. I like way earlier episode, Happy Gilmore, and that was about it. We went in, in length about Buscemi being amazing. And oh, yeah, he's amazing. Still Buscemi is amazing. Yeah. Whether it's stupid comedy or like... Yeah. He's an amazing person. Porn, yeah, amazing, he's amazing actor. And Brendan Fraser. I actually just recently watched Bedazzled, because Brendan Fraser. Yeah. We've not and seen a, that one. Jesus and Elizabeth Hurley in that movie. Fuck. She's okay. <laughs> she, yeah, she's okay. She has a very oh. nice body. And she's dressed for it. That, oh, like, yeah. She dresses all up for that movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. technically she does that all the time, but... That, that's been her thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm assuming totally those boobs are fake. Fake beauty better than the ugly <laughs> truth. Is that really... I mean, is that really a saying? Is that... Can you touch no. them? Then, <laughs> they're, then real. they're real. No, honey. You can't touch these. <laughs> no, I can't. I know yeah. I can't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if she was like you were the last man and she was the last woman and she that seems be really like, mean. It seems like you're just being mean. Just for like no reason. just like that show, The Last Man on Earth, with Will Norton. No, no Will. God, what is he from Saturday Night Live? Yeah, yeah, that super weird fucking guy. I always like him. He's funny though. I can't remember his name for life. Me. He was MacGruber. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, it did not go well for him at all, and that's the whole thing of the show, and that's this whole style of comedy, and it was. And it was all right. But yeah, he wasn't able to touch any of it either. <laughs> turns out he wasn't the last man on earth. Anyway, spoiler for that show. Well, that's probably so, why. Yeah. So. Will Forte. Will Forte, that's it. Yes. Uh, we open with narration. The narrator here is William Conrad, TV's fat man. Again, references to sitcoms that no one's yeah. seen. From Jake and the Fat Man. Everybody knows Jake and the Fat Man, Melanie. So it's actually a TV show where they put the f- word fat man in yes. it? Yes. No, and it was back when, in the 1986. mid-80s, when all we had was three channels. So it was ABC, CBS, or one. NBC. Well, one. apparently you didn't have CBS, because Jake and the Fat Man, no, we you would ABC. know the Fat Man. ABC. <laughs> the Fat Man's like, this is bullshit that you named the show this, right? Yeah. You guys know that, right? And they're like, fuck you, Fat You're Man. Fat man. <laughs> hey, fat. Well, try not being fat. Yeah, maybe don't be fat. And then he went on a diet, and they're like, no, you got to stop doing that. No, you got to stay fat. I mean, <laughs> the show's called Fat Man. The name of the show is Fat Man. Oh, come on. Come on, man. Come on. Man. 
Anyway. Died of a heart attack on set. Yeah. He got diabetes, just like <laughs> just like Wilford Brimley. From all them, from sweet, all them sweet action scenes. <laughs> Great. So anyway, he's our narrator. Uh, and I like that he's... Uh, I, I think he put about 50% effort into reading this. Like, they handed him the script, like, you want to take it home and memorize these? Nah. Just give it to me. No job, I'm just going to read it. Straight. He doesn't try to put any pronunciation on anything. He's just reading it like I'm a fat guy from Jersey. No, the producers of this movie were like, they're walking out like, they said get somebody real interesting to do this, and we don't know who we could get to do it. They're like walking down the streets of New York trying to figure out who they could find to narrate this, and then they run into the fat man begging for change on the road. (laughs) And they're like, hey, we'll give you $17 if you will read this for us. And he did it. And, and, I mean, because, he nailed it on the first take. Because this is 1991. <laughs> you could get a pint of whiskey for 17 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1991 money, you could buy a small house, a little bungalow. <laughs> Listen. Not New York. I went into not, this movie. Not New York. No, not New York. Probably an apartment. Though. I went into this movie completely blank. Had no idea. I just knew it had Bruce Willis in it. Because, again, I thought it was another movie that I'd already seen that I hated. And then, so then there's narration in a novel. I'm like, oh, this is... This isn't going to go well, is it? And oh, so this is supposed to be a thinking type movie with <laughs> no. Bruce Willis? No, I didn't well, think Because it opens, a... you're right, the novel opens and there's a narrator. And like, oh, are we going to get like the Princess Bride with Yeah, Bruce so I Willis went to here? Princess Bride, which I'm not a huge fan of. And I know that's going to get like hate what? mail. Yeah, I you're know. wrong. Yeah. But uh, I was like, oh, is this, is this going to be those? Guys? Okay. So I was just like, uh, fine. Yeah, see, that's the problem. You already had your negative pants on before you even started. Oh, I woke up. Oh no, any movie, any movie that I like, Melanie, watch this movie. She goes into it negatively. It does. I do not. There's movies I like. like, There are movies I like. like, Hey, where's that suck ass movie you wanted me to watch? (laughs) That's basically what she says. And then she watches friggin', hey, we're having babies and crying a lot. And then she's completely content. Oh, I remember that movie, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When do Loves you get it. laid? Do you get laid at suck-ass movies or when babies are made and there's crying? I don't know. Oh, yeah, you don't remember. <laughs> N- neither. <laughs> at night? <laughs> so anyway, the narration. <laughs> Long ago, the Duke of Milan... Commissioned a little-known artist to erect a mammoth statue of a horse. The time was 1481. The artist was Da Vinci. Guy on the donkey's just a guy on a donkey, because this whole time there's a man on a donkey approaching the camera, and you're of course we're talking about Da Vinci, so you're expecting this to turn out to be Da Vinci. Well, but then they throw you for the loop, because then like. Something explodes and the guy falls off the donkey and he's like, "Oh fuck you, Da Vinci!" Or yeah, he yelled. It's all yeah. in Italian. Yeah, Donatella Bonaducci. Yeah, uh, bagel, <laughs> bagel. You know, whatever. <laughs> yes, hey, bagel. Yeah, no, I speak Italian. That's what. <laughs> that means I'm very upset. And I'm hungry for. And my bagel. donkey also pissed on me a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, so yeah, the guy in the donkey is just the guy in the donkey. Uh. It was supposed to be the largest bronze statue ever built, but a war broke out. Bronze became very scarce. So, to finish this thing that he was commissioned for, I mean, he's a very dedicated artist, Da Vinci. Absolutely. They're, they're, they've paid me to make this bronze statue. God damn it, I'm going to fucking make this bronze statue. So You picked that all up in the movie. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. he went you through gotta, a lot. He, he couldn't get bronze, so he said, hey. I'm going to make my own fucking bronze then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to invent a machine 
that can turn one metal into another metal. Well, mm-hmm. isn't bronze a, a, a it's it's a compound? A it's compound. A, so you got to make it with like what is it? Brass and brass and uh, something and else? and ons, ons. Because BRs the brass and then uh, yeah, you got to put the ons in there. I can't remember. Is it brass and iron? <laughs> I think it might be. I don't know. We were. Yeah, I, I think it's brass. It's brass and iron. I'm pretty sure. We were all. Why, did, why didn't they call it educated? Brian. <laughs> Brian. We got to make some Brian. <laughs> that sounds like something you'd hear on a job site. Like, what are these? What are these pillars made out of? Brian. Oh uh, yeah, good strong Brian. Or Baron. Baron would seem like a good, uh, Baron. I don't know. When I'm on a uh, job Baron, site, just they don't like talk my about wife. that stuff. You what? <laughs> when I'm on a job site, there's no talk about that. Well, you have a different job. Well, when I'm on a job site of a construction place, mm. they usually nope. don't. Uh, we were way off. We were way off. <laughs> it's copper and tin. <laughs> we we literally could not. How do you get copper and bronze out of copper and tin? Uh, you do. You just get bronze. Uh, because the the names they were using back then are way different than the names we have should now. Be like, so it should be like probably, tipper. Because copper's symbol is what? What's the symbol for copper? C-O. C-A, I think, or... No, Why would it be C A? There's no A in copper. Exactly because the symbols are named off of what they're like. Iron is F E. Why the fuck would iron be F E? Because it's the fair, the Latin, fair, fair. the old yeah. The so so whatever copper and tin, you know, and combined to make bronze from what they used to be called. Yes. So I like languages work, etymology. Etym- etymology. Mm-hmm. Okay. C U. Not C-O, C-U. I was thinking something. C-U. Cuprum. Per the Latin. See? So, if they're making... So, what's the... For copper and tin, look up them symbols. I bet that would make bronze make sense. S-N. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I am now giving Nick the... Yeah, you're a smartass, aren't you? Um, so, yeah. No, between copper and... Tan, I think it should be called Cums. <laughs> no, no, it's S N, not M. Sorry. Cumson? Cussin. Cussin. We're cussin. This should be called cussin. Anyway, yeah. So they're trying to make. Trying to cousin. make. They're trying cussin. to make bronze with this. They're trying to change a proton in lead right. to make it into bronze, which makes no sense. Well, because but- there's no. You're taking. Lead, which is only one a pure element, element. pure element. Itself, Thank you. Right. That is a term, and then trying to make it a compound, right? Which obviously it doesn't work. That's the whole point of the no, movie. It doesn't work like he expects. But you know, it's fourteen eighty-one or whatever he said. Uh, and magic crystal. Fourteen eighty-one times fourteen eighty-one, and somehow he can make a machine with a magic crystal that can alchemize one metal into another. But he doesn't know enough about it to realize, you know, polymetals or bimetals. And and, and to be fair, the Latin word for tin is stanum. So that's why it is S-N, stanum. Thank you. Mm. Did I not say that earlier? No. Okay. Well, what, any, so, any other periodic You went right questions? to come. You went. You just started talking. Well, about I don't want to. I don't want to pass up a good joke. A good come joke. Yeah, I don't. I never like to pass up. That. He doesn't pass come. He really doesn't. He can't. It goes too fast. How do you pass it? <laughs> so fast. I didn't say anything. I didn't say <laughs> All right. So shit. anyway, no bronze. He's going to change stuff into bronze. Yeah. So he's got this machine that like 
the multi wheels spinning and the pedals and the flowers. And what is it? What, what what movie is that where there's like the three different wheels inside of each other, like all spinning in different directions? God, isn't that like open up like an interdimensional something, portal or something? Right? Yeah, yeah. I know it's not Hellraiser because that was a cube, but there's right. something where it's like a maybe it was Event Horizon, but you had like the three wheels spinning in different directions, and and he has this crystal in the middle of it. So someone's there, like Conan the Barbarian, churning this fucking wheel. And then this window opens and Indiana Jones happens and sunlight shines through, hits the crystal, and instead of opening up a map, it turns lead into gold. Right. But they don't know that because it just shines us down on the lead and then he goes down there and he knocks, he pours lead into the mold and they do a bunch of stuff and then he knocks the mold open and everybody's like, holy shit, it's gold. And he's immediately like, oh, fuck. And like takes a crystal with him. He's like, okay, this is all yeah, this is all right. bad. He's like, back to the drawing board. I was trying to make bronze. Well, yeah, but also, there's a whole lot of people here that I don't pay, and if they know that I can just make gold, that's going to be really bad for me. Yeah, <laughs> the whole point of this. I really wanted bronze, and now I have gold, which turns out can buy a lot of bronze. <laughs> <laughs> there you sure. go. What you? Oh, I was just. Saying that was the point of the flashback is so we figure mm. out that these crystals right. can make gold. Can make lead into gold. Yeah. As long as you have the event horizon machine. Yes, the yeah. flower petal machine. And then he goes outside and knocks a dude off the ceiling. Or is that before? No, that was after. Yeah. yeah He's yeah, yeah, in yeah. his little flying contraption. So, like the dude's so, got a lot going on. Yeah, He's got a lot of irons in the fire. He's got every every yeah, Da Vinci way, every single Da Vinci invention or work of art that he has, they tried to include into this. That he's this, working on all. Like of he's them. working on all, all of them simultaneously, the and none yeah. of them are finished. So he like takes the crystal apart, breaks it into three pieces, and we see the horse, the helicopter, and the Mona Lisa that he hasn't finished either. I'm obviously the horse statue because no bronze helicopter because he hasn't quite figured out how to make things actually fly yet. And then Mona Lisa because her mouth is fucked up, um, which is playing off of, of, I guess, there's actual proof that that was the hardest part. Or he tried it multiple times and they've been able to like x-ray and see that he had to try to do the mouth a bunch. And so this whole gag is that her mouth was so fucking disgusting. He just couldn't even just couldn't even. Yeah, it. like horse teeth. Now I'm just going to have to make it well, up. Well, they were horse teeth that were rotting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, were, they, they weren't were, just like big. White, were, pearly whites. They were. They were like Austin Powers. Well, not Austin Powers' teeth. They were like the Spirit Halloween costume yes, teeth. Yes, for hillbilly teeth. Yeah. 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 You buy in a gas station. Like, it was. Yeah. yeah it was bad. <laughs> and he just, like, he, like, she's even napping. And he's like, okay, I'm ready to work on you now. And she wakes up and, like, smiles. And he just goes, ugh. And puts his paintbrush <laughs> back down. Um, so then, uh, bec- I think because the helicopter. Which I do like that he has the spiral fan mm-hmm. idea as opposed to like rotor blades that the right. spiraling, which was was that Da Vinci helicopter, right. and I, and I get it because that, I feel that will like help create the lift, the the revolving of that right. spinning fan. Uh, like it totally makes fucking sense. I get where his mind was, but I think that the hang glider that Screw he walks out to heaven. I was just <laughs> where were you when we screwed our way in the hill? <laughs> South Park when they were building the ladder to heaven? No, <laughs> I know I have not seen it. Oh, mm. they were they were just trying to. Like I said, I've only seen like two seasons worth of South Park, 
And then every time it's on TV, I'm like, oh, South Park. It's one of the episodes I've ever seen. I've seen. <laughs> There's like 25 years of South Park. Oh, yeah. But it's always the an episode view. I've seen. There was one that were, I mean, they were throwing everything from the town together. Like basically like the Tower of Babel type of thing. Like they were trying to build a, a ladder up to heaven because Kenny had died for real this time. Like he didn't come back every time like he did. And so it was uh, Andy, or no, oh, God damn it. Who's the fucking shitty country singer that, Chattanooga, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. Oh. <laughs> well, it's not Toby Keith, who I consider the shittiest country singer ever. You are correct on but that. I think that's it's Brad with an Paisley. A. No, it was an no, A. It Alan an Jackson. A. Yes, Alan Jackson. So they bring in Alan Jackson, and he writes this fundraising song. Where were you when they built this tower to heaven? And it's like, and it's, of course, all of his lyrics are like exactly what's happening in the episode and, and stupid as shit. But so you got a hand it, though, on that Chattahoochee song, right? That's one where like they go down by the river on a Friday night or whatever. And but like I was willing, but she wasn't ready. That's the song, right? Yeah. And he's she, like, so we settled for a burger and a side of fries. I dropped her off early or whatever. Cone. Yeah, a grape snow cone. He's like, dude, see, you people didn't always rape everybody. Yeah. This guy, she said no, and he's like, hey, it's okay. Cool. Let's go Let's get, get some food. Burger, I'll drop out. you off at home, and then I'm going to we'll, go get fucked up with my butts. That's right. Yeah. And <laughs> like, then we'll hang out later. That's yeah, cool. We'll see each other cool. again. Yeah, we'll see you later. Like, that's, we need to perpetuate that. We do. I also, there was a guy at work singing fucking, uh, this is how we do it. I can't think of the guy's name. How we sing it. This is how we do it. Oh, uh, Martel Williams. Montel, yes. Yes. And he was singing at work, and I was like, hey, shout out to Montel for... For safe driving practices, real early on, yeah. oh, and yeah. he stopped and goes, "Oh, he does say it's like it's literally the opening song, opening line. This is how we do it. It's Friday night. Uh, I give sober driver take the keys to my truck. You yeah, know, like sober driver take the keys to my truck. Yeah, <laughs> no. it's all right there. And like, yeah, see, we need to, yeah, got to perpetuate that." It'll make that more prevalent. I just like how you guys are singing Montel to each other. I'm just sitting back <laughs> hey, here Anthony, enjoying that. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. <laughs> oh, I am wet with excitement that, right now. That is how we would do cat burglary. <laughs> <laughs> and how back long, to the How long is Montel Williams? A minute too long. Fuck it. Let's <laughs> We don't even have a time frame. That, that song is just about a minute long. If they shaved it down, it would be perfect. <laughs> just, I was like, this is how you do it. Trying to yeah. break into After the end of the song, we're both like, neither of us had left the room. The heist does not happen yet. We're like, dude, maybe we should just buy watches. <laughs> Full dance scene, everything. I'm, anyway. I'm almost there, guys. I'm almost there. Just so. take it home. <laughs> This so, is how we do it. <laughs> so, anyway, the guy gets on this hang glider, and, and Da Vinci throws him off the fucking mountaintop. And of course, yeah, Da Vinci's like, hey, I forgot my wallet up there. Would you reach up there and grab it for me? He's like, yeah, no problem. And he's like, good luck, fucker, and pushes it <laughs> off the roof. And the guy's like, he's oh, fine. no, fuck, fuck. But then it starts actually gliding. and That's fine. And then he's like, oh, this is awesome. So I think, like... You know, Da Vinci's like, let me see how gliding works. Studying the aerodynamic. And then he has the little figures going around his head. He's beautiful mining so he can figure out the helicopter, I think. Yeah, he is. But he, I think he's also figuring like, oh, I think at this point it's cool. also showing like, this is too much power for any person to have. I've got to hide all of these things. For whatever reason, which doesn't make any sense. Well, especially the gold machine. Right. Yeah. The gold, no, but I mean, he doesn't talk about the everything, but he's like, okay, so I'm going to hide this here. I'm going to hide this here. I'm going to hide this there. So no one ever has this power. God forbid he just destroys it all. 
He's yeah. got the tools. He's like, I'll just hide it. Well, just in case I ever, you know, want to rule the world myself, yeah. I just. I mean, I got reading. a castle right now, but I want to be able to know where these are at later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we do get a, a good shot of as the glider is flying along, it turns into a hawk. So as we cut to oh, present yes, day, it's very artistic. Goes into uh, a yeah. hawk, and then it yeah. goes into Sing Sing Prison. And Sing Sing Prison, because exactly five hundred years later, Hudson Hawk was getting out of Sing Sing. So this is Bruce Willis, obviously, if nobody's... Oh, he kind of talks about, like, and then 500 years later, another master of a different variety. And, like, he doesn't even leave any, like, mystery to it. He's like, the cat burglary variety. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or whatever. Named after the... Or whatever, the Hudson Hawk is what he says, but... So it kind of alludes that it's not his real name, but that's what they call him. Right, they call him that... uh, So there was... In, in real life, not not in movie life, but there was this jazz musician that played this club, and apparently one day there was a harmonica player on stage just like jumped up and started playing along, and that was young Bruce Willis when he was a bartender, and got up and just started jamming with the guy. Uh, very accomplished harmonica player. I I do have one of his albums. On, on record, I do remember Bruce harmonica, Willis doing some harmonicas back. That's like during the yeah. '90s. That was a oh yeah, it's is a, it a thing. Is it's a, a blue thing? staple in jazz. And um, I'm sorry, but also jazz, if you're but... playing a gig somewhere and some yokel or even the bartender himself just jumps up on stage and starts fucking blowing a harp, no, <laughs> is no, that a, is that a no no. I am putting down my instrument and physically removing you from the stage, either by force. Or, well, at best, pushing, if not throwing. Hold on. I got to change my plans for the weekend. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah, you don't just do that. But he likes the guy, and they got this friendship. But the guy had a song about, or had a song called Hudson Hawk, because a hawk is a term for, like, a really brisk wind that comes off of a river. Like, when the, when the wind comes across and gets cooled down by the river, and then you have, like, this cold, brisk wind is a hawk. So Hudson Hawk is things coming off of the Hudson River. And so he just thought that was great, and apparently that put it into his head. Because this whole movie is like Bruce Willis's baby. He, this is his only, go figure, writing credit that he ever had for a movie. For reals? Yeah. This is it? This is it. This is like this when he thing. sits on his deathbed, he's like, oh my God, I'm so glad I wrote that... Hudson Hawk. Oh, for fuck's sake. Or at sake. least helped write Hudson Hawk. I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> Yeah. You, you really got to save that till the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'll elaborate more at the end, but yeah. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So he's getting out of prison and uh, we get a bit of a Blues Brothers ripoff as he's getting his stuff back. You know, they're li- which I've never been released from prison. So I don't know if it's always like you got hat, black, coat, black, or, you know, they just one by I'm one sure, really yeah. drolly lay everything out. I mean, I'm sure there's fact to how the Blues Brothers did it. So, that, like, well, it's true. Just it's playing continue. off of something, yeah, yeah. and so, the, but they're doing the exact same gag. And then, as he's walking out of prison, you know, his parole officer's walking <laughs> what him prophylactic out. Prophylactic used. Yeah, we didn't have that this time. That <laughs> Hudson Hawk isn't quite as cool as Jake Blues. That's <laughs> no. Uh, I, who is though? True. Nobody. 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 Definitely not. Nobody. That was one of your <laughs> movies that you made me watch. And I didn't say it sucked. 
Definitely not Jim Belushi. Best movie of Definitely all time. Definitely not fucking as cool. Jim and Frank Belushi should start their own Jim blues. Belushi and Frank Stallone <laughs> yeah, 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 should just start it. their... Jim Belushi and Frank Stallone. We wish we were as famous as our brother's band. And Cliff Howard could be in it. Cliff Howard is talented in his own, though. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like Cliff Howard can stand Howard's on his brother. own. What does he do? Oh, that's that one guy that's always got, yeah. He's always creepy or always weird. Yeah. He's got <laughs> such a weird face. Yeah. Like, that's he such does. an unfortunate face. Yeah, but dude, I don't know. Like, that guy, when he's in the movie, it's not, I mean, yeah, probably Ron Howard got him there. But he's great in that part that he's in. Yeah. I said Joe Montana. <laughs> I don't know. He was the in, in Water Boy. He's the one. Oh, <laughs> right, right. It's in the stand. Because he has a face for Water Boy. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> anyway, so on his way out of the parole officer, he's like, hey, I got a job for you. Got this auction house job. Just one night of work, and you're free. You're good. He's like, dude. You might. He's like, no checking in, no drug tests, no getting a job. He's like, you do this, then you're, you're good. You're you're set. Which I mean would be appealing if you're walking For out. Sure. You're like, I got to do community service. I got to do If you've done like ten stuff, years in maximum in. prison, yeah. your parole is going to be a wash long your hands. time. Yeah. But. So I get that, but yeah, his response is just, hey, aren't aren't you the one supposed to be keeping me out of crime? Like this doesn't this doesn't make sense. And so you know he gets snarky. He's like, hey. You're not quite out of here yet, bitch. And he's like holding up his keys. So, of course, he's a cat burglar, so he's also a master pickpocket. Pick and like snatches the keys away, slams the, key, or the door, you know, because you have the little like break hallway bars. Like uh, the T-1000 oozed his way through in Terminator 2, those hallway bar doors. Yeah. It's like just like T-2. Just exactly like T-2. <laughs> so he shuts the door, locking the parole officer inside. And then throws his keychain into a fucking mop bucket and just, you know, saunters his way out of prison. Um, gets picked up by Tommy, played by Danny Aiello, who uh, has to be in anything involving Italians. Absolutely. If it's if it's in New York, then the 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 actors union says Danny Aiello <laughs> had to be in it until his unfortunate death. <sighs> that was unfortunate. He died in real life. Yeah, yeah. And it was unfortunate how. Because now died. you can't. You're not allowed to make any more Italian uh, wasn't movies. It like he yeah. choked there on a hoagie or something. There hasn't been an Italian movie since. <laughs> Did he choke on a hoagie? No, Melanie. Let's hope. He shielded a bunch of school children with his body from somebody firing at them. Why but no, a hoagie? Real good choke about the while hoagies. eating a hoagie. While eating a hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, he did happen to choke on it while shielding <laughs> yeah. those children. Yeah. But he got shot sixteen times. And then choked on the hoagie. Actually, he had even he got shot sixteen times, and then he started eating the hoagie because that's the kind of badass he is. I, did, I didn't. I, you said unfortunate. I just thought it maybe happened with a hoagie involved. I'm just I'm it, would make, it would totally make sense. Danny Aiello is fifty eight. Willis is thirty six in this. Uh, we'll get to Andy McDowell in a little bit. She's thirty three. James Coburn, who we will also meet in a bit. I'm just going to hit all these now. 63. Who is that? James Coburn. He's, uh, he's the head of the CIA guy that uh, we'll okay. get to. Um, Sandra Bernhard, who we will get to also. Um, 36. And I put Caruso on here because he doesn't have a very big part. But, but no, I liked him. I had He's mind. 35 in this one. So he, was, all the uh, I he was Kit Kat, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, like I said, we'll get we'll to get, here, We'll get to all that. Um so I do like as they're driving away, uh, Tommy is Danny Ayo is 
you know, what do you want to do? See the Statue of Liberty, get some ladies, maybe tickets to Broadway, hit on some women, play Nintendo, bone some chicks. Like, his emphasis is always obviously the, the ladies. Every every option he's giving to Bruce Willis, and his only response is, what, what's Nintendo? <laughs> is that is that better than chicks? <laughs> <laughs> Every 12-year-old boy, yeah, it totally is. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how fun it is. <laughs> oh, God. This is Gabe Duck Hunt. Oh, I've been playing that kid. Don't worry. <laughs> played a lot of... Uh, a lot of Duck Hunt. A lot of Duck Hunt. Oh, Duck Hunt. I, I was putting the space in a... Du- <clears throat> I'm Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, all he wants is a cappuccino. That's all he wants out of life. Luckily, Tommy has one there. Who's your best friend? Hands him a cappuccino. And he like takes the lid off and he's about to take a sip. And then Tommy slams on the brakes and fucking splashes foam everywhere. He even says, oh, I had the perfect amount of foam. Oh. But his cappuccino is ruined. And he, I mean, he's still out of the coffee. Yeah. He could totally still drink it. What is a cappuccino? Just espresso and steamed milk? That's all it is, right? Yeah. Think so, yeah. There's no because sugar. It's a shot of espresso it. and and really like you you foam, foam up it. the milk and you then just kind of lay the foam on top. Like yeah. all the sweetness, like when you buy, like when you go to a gas station get an espresso or to get a cappuccino, all that sugar is just added. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. An actual cappuccino is just espresso and steamed milk, and, right? And a milk froth on it. So yeah. as you drink and the hot espresso comes up through the milk, it like kind of brings some of the cream with it. But yeah, it's all just about the foam on it. <laughs> so yeah, I guess he couldn't really drink it, but. You're still gonna have fucking. It's better than what you had in prison. There. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but he can't keep drinking it. It's ruined. Um, so we'll just get back to the bar. We got to go to our bar. He's so excited to get back to his bar because Captain Jack's steering wheel and whatever goofy shit they had. Locals. Yeah, but when they get there, it's all fancy. Yuppies. Yuppies. Said, yeah, as he's walking, he's like, oh, one thing that'll never change is what I forget the name of the bar. Yeah. He's like, and then he walks in, like, oh, or something. It, yeah, it has changed. Just yeah, rich guys of, in suit and ties. Yeah, rich guys in suit and ties. That's right. So Tommy's like, just hang out here, get a cappuccino. I'll be right back. And he's looking at the menu and he makes a joke about reindeer, reindeer goat cheese pizza. Which I didn't understand. I thought it was like the reindeers were making the cheese. I didn't. I didn't think it was like reindeer meat. <laughs> it's yeah. just reindeers in the back making goat cheese pizzas for everybody. <laughs> it's kind of hooked up to. You can oh. tell because the hoof marks in the dough. <laughs> That's what makes it. And all the That's goat how cheese it like down cool. so well. Also, there's the reindeer poop on account of them not being. Yeah, chocolate. <laughs> I was thinking they had them hooked up and they're like just in milking machines, but that would be the goats. I just have to assume it since it's reindeer goat cheese pizza that the reindeer is making us goat cheese pizzas. I didn't assume that. I or that there's delicious like goat cheese goat or reindeer, reindeer cheese. I missed the goat part, and so then I'm like, I wonder what that would taste like. That has to be a little gamey. I'm assuming. I think that yeah. there are try. I think there are people in areas that milk. I mean, because they, they reindeer, will domesticate reindeer, and I think they milk them. I, you can milk anything with nipples. Teats. You can only milk things with teats. Not according to Ben Stiller. Okay, well, he was not raised on a farm. I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> well, I could turn them into teats and I'll milk, milk them. <laughs> there you go. Hormone therapy. Oh, I just want to drink a big glass full of magic reindeer milk. Like every Christmas, oh, yeah. I just want to 
Like, why is dad tripping balls? Because he's <laughs> been chugging he's that been reindeer chugging milk. Magic reindeer milk. <laughs> yeah, you just immediately break out into Christmas songs and stuff. Yeah. I assume. I don't know. Uh, don't look at me. I don't fucking know. Anyway, I think reindeer milk is a thing. I will I'm look sure that it up. Is. I want reindeer cheese, though. And well, I want if, it on you a can pizza. Get, if you can get milk from reindeers, then you could get cheese. Yes, but. Quality cheese has a good quali- like quantity of fat in it, I think, to make cheese. Right. So I've never made my own cheese, so I'm not 100% sure, but I think it has to like... Has to. Yes. In Scandinavia, they eat reindeer cheese. Yes. Fuck yes. So now we need reindeer cheese on a pizza. I want reindeer cheese. Or reindeer meat with goat cheese on a pizza. I also Which is probably what too. they actually meant, but my mind didn't go there. Uh, let's try both and see. Yeah. Yeah? All right. Cool. Um, ordering it right now <laughs> i was gonna say all that money we make from local dominoes totally has that as a topping <laughs> can't get Anything fucking anchovies but i'm gonna get reindeer goat cheese if you order it's 40 dollars right for three tubes of reindeer cheese that Merry can't christmas, be christmas everybody that cannot be good <laughs> that cannot be good cheese if it's in a tube or, or. <laughs> I, I pref- if it's if it's not pressurized it's not cheese that's what i say <laughs> noted all right, sorry. Moving on. <laughs> Anthony's ordering our Christmas right, gifts so, right now. Anyway, so he, romantic. He makes the same reindeer goat cheese pizza joke in uh, what will be a future episode, The Last Boy Scout. So it's just a Bruce Willis thing. He likes to talk about reindeer goat cheese pizza. So um, he gets a cappuccino, and as soon as he's about to take a drink, a fucking bullet flies through it and shatters the whole cup. And the, so and it's like, okay, this is this is the running. Well, one of many running gags of the movie is that. He just is always, always about to drink, but and then never happens. quite gets the cappuccino. So, and who shot? You don't just shoot in a bar either. That's like a nine millimeter. You don't just get to shoot that. You don't just shoot in a crowded full. The bartender's in the back just dying. He's bleeding out. Yeah. So that was the point Anthony had to make while I was watching yeah. this movie. I was like, that, that's the hill you're going to die on? Is that one? Because this movie so far Yeah, no, is this is America. We dumb. shoot where we want to shoot. Yeah. I guess yeah. If you can, sh- if you want to shoot in a classroom full of kids, then you can shoot wherever you want in America. You can shoot a guy with a cappuccino at a bar. Yeah, you can shoot a cappuccino. Uh, that'd be preferable <laughs> over children. Hey, this is a bar. What are you doing with that girly drink? <laughs> Just shoot yeah. it. <laughs> All right. It was coffee and whiskey. Oh, I just saw the coffee cup. I thought it was. It was oh, my I'm bad, sorry. My bad. <laughs> that was the whole thing when like it was like. It finally made it, and Americans were like, oh, lattes or cappuccinos and stuff. Oh, whatever. Just drink your coffee black like a man. You know, like, it's more more concentrated. And but I need milk. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll get a hump when I'm older. Drink coffee black like a man. Do you take everything black like a man? Everything. <laughs> I won't talk about it. <laughs> Look, the army was a hard time. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so who shot his... His coffee mug, you guessed it, Frank Stallone. Nope, not doing the Norm Macdonald, but that, actually Frank Stallone is in this movie. <laughs> He's a criminal. I'm sorry, I was a little taken at the time. What? Because I, in my search for reindeer cheese, I moved on into dolphin cheese. This is definitely something I well, need to try. They're technically mammals, right? Technically. Gotta be hard fuckers to milk. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is a battle. <laughs> it's worth it, though, I assume. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, do it. <laughs> I don't think they're 
getting actual. I don't know. I don't know how you get any. I, I, I'm just gonna be quiet on that one. <laughs> that's not. Cheese. That's not milk. Dolphin that's semen. Cheese. Oh, we keep dolphins out of tuna, but we will milk the fuck out of them bitches. <laughs> Whatever. They like it. I, they might. <laughs> dolphins are kind of di- dolphins are kind of freaks. Yeah, they're the smartest in the planet, according to the, the second. So, oh yes, the second, the second, second smartest, smartest according to Hitchhiker's Guide. Yes. Uh, so Frank Stallone is playing Caesar Mario, and his brother is Anthony Mario. So we've got the the Mario brothers to just continue with the Nintendo thing. And they're wondering why why he won't do this auction job. It's so simple. You you take a thing and you put it in another thing. And so Bruce Willis is like, oh, directions even your brother can understand, which obviously he's talking about Anthony, who's the, the dumber of the brothers, but I like to think it was also a jab at Sylvester, Frank Stallone's brother, because he's talking to Frank there. I think it, I think it's there. Um, and <laughs> another great moment in here is when he's like, I want to say kiss my ass, but apparently we're in a classy establishment. So instead, slurp I'll my say butt. slurp my butt. Slurp it. You're probably. Slurpy. Probably shouldn't even talk about glass coffee tables, right? <laughs> You're saying about this, how, this about is how, the reference about how to when Sylvester. S- well, s- when, when Sylvester was watching this movie, when he saw this scene, and this is this was just reported by Entertainment Weekly when this was released, that he, he actually hit his head on the coffee table had to go to the hospital. <laughs> Poor guy. Under, he he, he sat up. He sat up. He said, what? And hit his head on the bottom of the coffee table and had to go to the hospital. No, okay. yeah. <laughs> probably. I imagine that'll happen. You said slip is what? <laughs> slip is, huh? <laughs> Baby, you want me to stop? I can't cut it off. <laughs> no, 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 no. Keep going. You give me all good to. I'll get to two years later. <laughs> so, anyway, after the the horrible insult of slurp my butt, Frank and or Caesar, sorry. And Anthony stand up, ready ready to fight. And Tommy comes in and bashes a wine bottle over Anthony's head and knocks him out. Could you imagine that being the fighting words? You slurp, slurp my butt. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, what? You got like a 7-Eleven Slurpee in there? What do you got? <laughs> slurp my butt. If he held up a straw when he said it, though, that'd be... Once no, you slurp my butt. <laughs> no, no. You guys have thought way too hard about that. <laughs> I mean, how else are you gonna do it? It's got the, it's one of those straws with a little spoon at the end of it. Yeah, oh, <laughs> like, come you, gotta on. Get, you get everything out of there. You're, <laughs> you're doing work. <laughs> yeah, it's free Slurpee Day. Ah. <laughs> so, <laughs> little polar bear tattoo on his ass cheek. You're like, yeah, it's Slurpee time. <laughs> you guys are fucked up. So. As they're dragging the Mario brothers out of the bar, um, we see the parole officer sitting there, and uh, he he does a little finger thing, like Not, a little, almost like a salute, like "Hey, I see you," like just like a one finger to the eye or something like that, and he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah, so, so I don't know I um, if it was supposed to be like a, that was a test and you passed, or I was trying to catch you. Or something. Well, it turns out later he's just he's just yeah. overseeing all of this. Yeah. Yeah. So I it's don't a know. Little foreshadowing. It's excellent writing. Yes. By Bruce. I mean, it's, by Bruce Willis. Yeah. He did a great it's, job. He's just he's putting all that in there. Make sure we catch it. Little nibbles. <laughs> little nibbles. 
So then we get into the office uh, of the bar, you know, and they're this is where they start doing the thing where like one will say a song and the other one. Well, usually it's Danny Aiello that says the song, and then Bruce Willis names how long it is, you know. Uh, Whitney Houston, Star Spangled Banner from Super Bowl fifteen or whatever. And he says seven minutes twenty six seconds. Or, you Which know, he they, definitely didn't say that because this was happened in nineteen ninety one. That's right. incorrect. What's that? You said Whitney Houston and oh, yeah, no Whitney Houston. Oh, you're using that as a, oh I thought you were like actually quoting no, 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 the song. No, 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 no Whitney Whitney Houston and oh yeah no whatever Super Bowl it was she was she was that. definitely around yeah and, whatever eighties Super Bowl that it was. I wonder how it would how it would work out like in the CD days. Where you have like those secret tracks on the end, where after the last song plays, the last song was only two minutes, but then it plays for ten minutes, and then oh, you get a yeah, bonus that's right. song. Like, how does that work out? Mm. Does he cut it off when the first song ends, and then start a time again on the next song? I don't know. I don't know, man. We're gonna have to. We gotta call Bruce. Gotta call Bruce. Like, what? Who is this? That is a what? hole. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hole in his script. Yeah. That's a that's a flaw for sure. Well, I mean, that didn't happen. I mean that was CDs. It's nineteen ninety one. CDs were around, but probably not the predominant. It's more like Predo- it was still cassettes yeah. at this point. So even then, it's not like he had to actually know the time by like timing them. It's not or looking it up on the internet's, which didn't exist then either. Exist. Good. The seed we're uh, it's there's a lot of layers to this. It's an onion. He wrote an onion. He wrote an onion. <laughs> he sure did. He sure did. Now. So as they're in the office, you know, they're they're going through all this. Uh, at one point, Tommy Tommy Five Tone calls himself Tommy Five Tone, something like that. But he puts these like thumb cuffs on Bruce Willis, who's getting really pissed off because like I don't want to go back into crime, and why are you pushing me to go back? You like why are you on their side on it? Uh, and Tommy's like, yeah, my record for these thumb cuffs is eighteen seconds, and Bruce immediately gets pissed and already has them off and like fucking chucks them across the room and breaks a lamp or something. Yeah, and Tommy's like, "What the fuck, dude? That was a nice lamp." Yeah. Uh, so then he comes down a bit. He goes, "So, so how long was it?" No, yeah, without all the bitching and moaning, eight seconds. <laughs> so obviously, Bruce is is the best of the best. He can get out of a thumb cuffs. He can get out of thumb cuffs. And that's why we. That's how we know that and the the sneaky key bit in prison. We yeah. know that he's. He's just, he's that good. So they head out on the job, right? And they're dressed as like pool cleaners. Although it's like late at night. So I guess is that probably when I mean, that's downtown when hotels, like buildings, they, you can't, they close the pool and that's when you do your go, maintenance. Yeah. Or whatever, so it would be so. overnight. So it, it makes sense. But they go into the building next door and they already know the door guy, like by first name. They got guys on the inside. I, it would have to be because it's like. Dude, if I'm a door guy, I'm probably ain't making a whole lot of money. Anybody that comes in, I'm like, hey, if we come jaunting past here and give you a couple hunskies, I'd be like, Psh, I don't give a shit. Then what? They don't you have to dress have me for up as less. pool guys, then. No, they wouldn't have to dress up as pool. But yeah, but they still got to get by everybody inside. It's still a flaw. I'm just a door guy. <laughs> still a flaw. <laughs> still a flaw. I'm gonna just count. Yeah, you're just like, hey, what's up? Now you, I mean, it's quality. Think who would have been like? Yep, they're gonna steal some shit. Don't care. <laughs> yeah, ain't my shit. <laughs> ain't my shit. <laughs> they pay me five dollars an hour to stand here. Have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they get up to the top of this building, which is seven stories tall, apparently, because it 
they crawl straight across to the seventh floor of the next building, right? Yeah. And he takes the, the pool rope with the little life preserver hoop. That is rated, apparently, for... 900 pounds, he said? That's what he says. That's what he said the rope is rated for. I, I oh, can't imagine that a that pool hoop? floaty, that hoop rescue thing would be rated for that much. But who knows? Yeah. If, it's, if it's surrounded by canvas or something, it could be. But he throws it, and it hits a... He rings it, like, just automatic. Oh, yeah, dude's yeah. a friggin' horseshoe champion. Yeah. It hits, and we even get a like a ding, like when you win the mm-hmm. the test your strength thing at the fair. Uh, and then they're crawling across, and he makes a joke about like, "What'd you have for dinner?" Pasta, why? Because it's only rated for nine hundred pounds, and I think it even like starts to slip a bit or something. I think he bounces the rope oh. or something like that. Like they're not both just holding on for dear life, crawling across, yeah. and it's like, "Oh, I got you, fucker!" And then <laughs> oh, like, you're oh, fat. Talk about <laughs> your backfire. The dude falls to the earth. He's like, "Well, shit, I shouldn't have done that." Like, <laughs> So they, you know, get across fat jokes. He's using a glass cutter to make a circle in the window and then looks over at Danny Ayo's. Oh, I better make this a bit bigger. You know, more fat jokes, all that. Quality. Uh, a lot of, Quality, lot of good fat so jokes, yeah. yeah. And speaking of fat jokes, cutting inside, we get a fat guard sitting down on this chair. Um, some bright blue fucking decorative chair that he has right in front of the safe. Uh which doesn't look like it would be a chair that a guard should be sitting on. Looked like it would be a chair that would be in the fucking auction. But he sits down, immediately goes to sleep, and then the other guards are in the video monitor room, mm-hmm. looking at you know, watching all their screens, and they see him like, "Oh look, old big big stands fucking falling asleep in his chair." <laughs> you check this out, and they yell his name really loud, and he like startles awake and crushes the chair. And uh, they laugh and all that. So during this, uh, Hawk and and Tommy are on skate like on their knees on skateboards, so they can glide underneath the window of these uh, these guys of the the video monitor room because it has a window into the hallway for. Because you gotta reason. see what's in the hallway. I guess you, you never do know. still have to monitor the hallway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, like how I was like, "Hey, Nick, are we still? Is the recording still good?" Because we had a little technical difficulties yeah. earlier. So, like, is the recording good? And he's like, yeah, I could use some more drinks. So then I had to get up and get him oh, more drinks. <laughs> I thought you were pointing at drinks. And I was like, well, yeah, it's empty. <laughs> I, thought I just wanted to make sure we didn't have to repeat everything. Oh, no. No, it's good. It's good. Um, all right. So they get into the recording room, I guess. Yeah. The, the data bank room. Like, well, they're IDF rooms now, but they definitely weren't called IDF rooms in 1991. Yeah, it'd be like where the servers are at today. Yeah. Like, but, where all of your computer stuff yeah. happens. Just, like, yeah, but like now it's just, just like VCRs analog VCRs and, yeah, toaster ovens. Yeah. Oh, God. So many to- paninis and shit going on there. Um, <laughs> that sounds good, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish you get paninis. So. Goat cheese. The, the cappuccino meat, place also is the panini place, and it is also close today. Damn it. It's Texas. What do you want to do? It's Sunday. Now, I, anything, but sadly you can't. <laughs> because we forgot about the whole church and state separation I think, thing. I think butt slurping is still on the table. Mm. I mean, not by me. I don't have a polar bear tattoo, but. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, Danny has this brilliant plan. Tommy, sorry, Danny Ayo, but Tommy has a brilliant plan. He's created a loop, and it's so it's just going to play the last five minutes, whatever, 
Uh, so as the guys in the monitor room are looking at the cameras, they're just going to see the same ago. thing on, on this loop over and over. Not a new theory as far as heist movies no. go. It's a, it's, a, it's a pretty... Which this is, move, this is older than a lot of movies to get people think about when they're doing it, but it's the same principle. Yeah. Um, so he sets that in motion, gets that going, and then they have... Well, he, not quite yet, because they have to coordinate everything. They'll have five minutes and... 30-something seconds. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever thinks about how usually on those videos it says the date and time in the bottom corner right. of them. But, you know. Especially on, when it's for security purposes. Because yeah. if you ever need to pull those tapes, you want that timestamp on there for sure. Right. But who, who honestly pays attention to it, I guess, would be the other this question. This is another plot hole. We're on number three. <laughs> Counting them. So I'm if you glad. didn't think I didn't like this movie before, by the time we get to plot hole 17, you'll understand. <laughs> no, this movie is like Melanie hanging out with Jason Momoa, Joel McHale, and Timothy Oliphant. This movie's Completely ne- airtight. Maze <laughs> <laughs> you airtight. Oh, there, there's still options. We can add a few more to that list. Oh, better stretch them ears, baby. <laughs> Don't worry about my ears. My ears are fine. Gross. <laughs> Me and her mic. <laughs> you just think, never mind. So, yes. I can't you mute can. mics. We've talked about this. <laughs> I can't turn mics off after we're recording. And now that the recording is working this time, we're screwed. So, anyway. So, fi- past fi- that plot hole. Yes. Five minutes and change. He goes, swinging on a star. And Tommy's like, dude, there's something called watches. And Bruce Willis like, fuck you. Counting off. Three. Would you like to swing on a star? Give me a beams on It's such a great song. It is. It's a and great honestly, song. like I said, when I work, sometimes I sing, and it helps me. Like It's not a distraction. People might think it's a distraction, but to me, it helps me focus. Of course, I'm also not robbing stuff where I probably should be quiet. Correct. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different on a job site when it's loud as fuck anyway, for me, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they're always like, you can't have your your phone playing music. I'm like, I gotta be able to fucking hear it anyway. Over the fucking guy over there sawing through concrete. And this, like, what? Why? Why? Why do you have such a fucking anti-music stance? But if I've got to go around and I've got to install 50 fucking plugs in walls. Oh, yeah. For me, it's like, I hey, better have music, music on or there, I'm stabbing somebody. If you're playing music up there with you in the bucket, you can't hear what I'm saying from the ground. And I'm like, <laughs> exactly, bud. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> But, yeah, if you're sneaking through a auction house with priceless items that has supposedly heightened security, probably singing out loud is not a good idea. Yeah, but it's a great song. But it is a great song. Yeah. So Bruce Willis is on his little skateboard again, like, on his knees, of course. He's not Tony Hawking it around, but <laughs> on his knees to stay low and still cruise. So he doesn't have to crawl, you know. Yeah, He's in his sense. 30s, man. I mean, you don't want to be crawling on hard floors yeah. on your knees. No, it's an efficiency matter. Yeah. That's good. But he gets to this random revolving door. And uh, fat guy. Uh, 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 big Stan or Big Stan. Big Stan. Is what? The guard. Oh, the guard, yeah. Uh, is, is coming through the door one way. And Bruce Willis like sneaks in you know, as it revolves through from the other side. But then hops off a skateboard, so it stays in the revolving. And I'm just, I don't know why you would leave something behind to, like, obviously. 
Well, there's a lot That's... of issues going on here. Also, why is there a revolving door in the middle of a hallway? Right. It's a hallway on one side and a hallway on the other side. Th- this but... is the part that pro- bothers this you? Is, this, is... This, is, this is it for you? Okay, cool. Well, yeah, you're just like, I'm going to definitely leave this evidence behind. <laughs> it's a skateboard. Skateboard. Can't he knows that Big Stan's got kids. Like, oh, <laughs> man, Big Stan found it. Oh, man, my kid's going to love this. Yeah, but the guards would be it's like, always thinking everybody okay, else. so there was not a skateboard before, and now there is one. Obviously, somebody's here and something's going on. Like, you're just calling attention to it. Oh, my lucky day. Stan is worried about his grandmother's chair <laughs> yeah. that he broke. He just He's broke holding it, it in his hands. He ain't chair. paying attention to that chair. To that, not chair, that skateboard. <laughs> Another hall of skateboard. Damn it. What's going on here? We got to get an exterminator. <laughs> so many goddamn skateboards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, he gets to the safe, opens it, no problem. Like... Was it even so so blatant as he just had a stethoscope? No, it was like electronic. It wasn't a stethoscope. Okay. It was like because he plugged it to the wall, like like he he like like it had yeah. a stick thing on it. And then because when he first started doing it, it was like oh too loud, and he reached down and it was very obviously a Sony like piece of oh, electronic okay. equipment that he turned down. And then two seconds later, he's like no problem. Right yeah. open. He's got the horse, puts it in the bag, still singing the swinging on the star thing. Uh, during this, the guys in the video monitor room like, hey, what what the fuck is that? The Which chair. also in the video monitor room. These security guards are very professional because there's empty cans of Budweiser all over their table, which we happen to be drinking oh, today right. because that is what is in the movie. And then they're making Wong number jokes and yeah. chin jokes oh, and God. Chinese phone book jokes and stuff. Um, but they notice that the one screen shows an intact chair that they... Just definitely saw Big Stan crush. And then they look at another monitor and see themselves walking down the hallway. And they're like, oh, oh, fuck. Doppelgangers. <laughs> and they're like, no, probably not. Someone's fucking with the cameras. <laughs> We've got a double. No, d- dude, no. <laughs> Which, I got, honestly, I, I would still be like, lock the doors. There's doppelgangers <laughs> in the room. <laughs> dude, I told you, you got to stop reading this comic books, dude. <laughs> it's real. It's real. It's your mythology. <laughs> so they rush out. Now they come running into the. Safe I have a doppelganger. I've told you about the doppel- my doppelganger, haven't I? Well, I have not. It's a good one. So I walk. I, I go over to my buddy's house. This is twenty years ago. This I'm in my twenties. I'm with him. And, he forgets that part. But and, I was with and, him. And we walk in, and and my buddies are like, "Dude, you got anything to tell me? You got anything to tell us? Like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, dude." Come on. You've been doing anything on the side? I'm like, what are you talking about? And like, my one buddy's like, show him. So I walk back into the back room to the Wacken computer where they apparently they all go to watch their porn. And they pull up this video of like this girl that's in like a, uh, she's, it's a gangbang video, right? So there's the dudes in line. And one of these dudes, I am not lying to you, oh, yeah. looked exactly Anthony. like me. Except like, he- I am like, how did you fuckers do this? Like, I thought that they had superimposed Oh, they were me. like deep faking before deep fake. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it wasn't. It was like, this dude was just in there doing porn. But he, he had, had a like, Thundercat exactly like me. But he had, no, it was a Cobra. Oh, G.I. Oh, Cobra tattoo. And I was like, dude, he even stood like me. Yeah. Like, like standing, like I would be standing, just be like, no, I'm just here whistling a song. Just here, hold my dick, waiting for my turn. Just keeping myself ready. I was like, it fucked me up. Because I'm like, that dude is me. Except for he's getting more pussy. Oh, my God. We weren't even married yet. <laughs> but no, I, no, it fucked me up. So doppelgangers exist. And if yeah. you see him breaking into your auction house, 
You need to act accordingly. <laughs> I do remember watching David Letterman once, and he had some kid on that was supposed to be like an economic genius. You know, he looked like you. It looked exactly <laughs> like me. I was like, "What the fuck?" Your doppelganger dude? isn't near as cool as that. Is mine? <laughs> well, no, mine's mine, out there banging out. <laughs> yeah, banging mine, out mine was just a financial genius as a child. So you know, <laughs> so. I guess really we're probably both better off. <laughs> we are the bad doppelgangers. Yeah, we are. Like our doppelgangers are just like making money they and find, banging out girls. Finally find out about us and go, oh God. <sighs> How horrible would that have been? <laughs> I'm glad I didn't make those decisions. <laughs> Mine's just actually doing coke off of the coke table. And oh, then the shitting table. on the right table. Not the poop table. Yeah. yeah. Not the poop table. Make sure you get the right coffee table anyway <laughs> the video monitor guards come rushing into the safe room but luckily danny Ayo had done what i assume is his one job was setting up the tripwire even though they intended to i don't think it was a tripwire i think it was just an extension cord on the ground that he managed no, to well, grab it was a definitely pole. a rope was it Man, yeah and they ran and grabbed it and like pulled it up or pulled it tight so it came up off the ground a bit and tripped the guards but and then what was he doing that whole time nothing Singing so the why song, is he there? doing the video thing? It did not need to be to a two-man job. Thing. He had to do the video thing, but he then he could have stayed. Thing. Then he could have stayed in the video room and just, just. He had to get out on his own, though. All right. So anyway, that's not a hole at all. No, so. it was so. perfectly planned and executed. They were like, "Okay, you do the video thing. I'm going to snatch this. I'm going to do a bunch of weird stuff to get down here. Uh, a skateboard. I'm going to barely get around guys in a rotating door. You'll apparently take the elevator, saunter right down, walk in the door. We'll finish the duet." And Trips then guards and the yeah. guards will come in. Well, they, no, in case guards, basically we'll finish the duet and they plan to leave through the basement. Right. But the guards came in, they tripped him. He did the finger cuffs onto the guards, knocked their heads together. We get like coconut a coconut yeah. noise. This is when you're definitely like, oh, this is, this is. I mean, if, if the this bell is... ringing when they threw the rope thing across. But yeah, the Foley are like, oh, we are just live action Looney Tunes. Yeah. We no. are just a bug. I think that was it for me. Like, I heard the bell ring and we did it. Like, yeah. But then when he's like, because that wouldn't even, it wasn't even a move that would knock either of them out. Oh, like, no. If oh, you no, knock no, two no, heads no. together like that, they'd be like, dude, dude what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> now I'm pissed off. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, dude, let's just, just give it to me, whatever you took, and, and walk away. I don't give a shit. I don't get paid enough for this. But now. But there's coconut sound. But now you just made a coconut sound when you knocked my head with his. Oh, and thumb cuffs. Is, first off, who walks around with thumb cuffs? That's fucking weird. <laughs> I can only assume it's for sex stuff somehow. <laughs> now you're just, is, is now you're, just judging, you're just judging people now. If you walk around with random items, I'm just going to assume there's that's sex. It's stuff. sex stuff. It's always sex stuff. It's, but I mean, also we're humans. It's always sex stuff. In the, I mean, that seems more efficient. I guess I don't know than carrying full cuffs. I don't know. Maybe I'd be glad to have those cuffs. I'm glad it's the cuffs that you're you're tripping over instead of the coconut sound that. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, I, I enjoy good Foley art. Mm. Not a huge fan. Agree <sighs> <Great> to disagree. <laughs> so I guess when Henry Cavill remakes this movie, you won't be watching it then. I can still see it. I just <laughs> won't need to listen to it. I can mute the coconut sound. <laughs> yeah. no. She watched Aquaman completely on mute. She had no <laughs> it's the best way to do it because... What did and I say? Like, the kids were making noise during Aquaman. Yeah, no. And like I said, we were watching Aquaman, and the kids were young when it came out. We were, and we are watching it at, <laughs> in the film room, and she's, like, 
be quiet. Mommy's watching or something like that. Like she was like, it wasn't a list. Mommy's thing. trying to look. Yeah, mommy's trying to look. Be quiet. Mommy's trying to look. <laughs> like You're distracting me from my looking. Yeah. Uh, Residuals for Anthony. For that, for that for being sure. like one of the better of the DCEU thing they're doing. That's not saying a lot. <laughs> that was not really that good. The first Wonder, Wonder Woman was ones. pretty good. Pretty first good. Wonder Woman was pretty good. Man of Steel was pretty good. Wonder Woman two was not that. Good. I didn't even. Yeah, I heard enough about. it. I was like, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch that. I'm, Man, I I like those Batman's. The ones with the uh, with the. Uh, uh, nah. nah. uh, what's that his guy? face? Yeah, the guy. The guy. Affleck. Uh, Christian Bale. Oh yeah, well those aren't part of the the new well, the new the building. new yeah, but that, those were all good Batman. Yes, the the Dark Knight trilogy was fucking great, but yeah. the Ben Affleck stuff they're doing for their DC universe because they're trying to keep up with Marvel. Nah, Batman versus Superman. But there was was there any so great. was there any Batman's with with him like Batman? No, movies? just the, like Batman, he Superman, the... and then Justice League. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's not like a Batman standalone with him. They tried and he wasn't going for it. No. But he's a better... I mean, he's not bad. It was all right. Nah. It nah. wasn't... Nah. Yeah, I mean, it was a Michael Keaton, but... All right, moving on. Yeah. Sorry. So anyway, Aquaman was one of the best DC movies, and that's... I'm just saying, when the best is a pretty low bar... It had William <laughs> Defoe in it. Defoe. Well, everything's got Defoe in it. <laughs> um, so anyway, they... They have to escape. You know, the fat guard is chasing him because the other two are incapacitated because of coconuts. And they get out, but they can't go back across because Tommy had thrown away the rope and ruined their their backup plan. So they Mm -hmm. have to just leap off the building Mm -hmm. and land on this... Canopy. Canopy thing that hangs over the front door, right? Like the little canvas canopy that the door guy stands under and when your car pulls up and you do the whole... Yeah, for the rain and the snow and the whatnot. Yeah. So they hit that, and as soon as they hit that, it immediately cuts to Hawk like falling In. into this chair. Right, right. Which he didn't literally fall through, but that just cuts well, to no, the next no. scene. It's not right. obvious. Yeah. That chair wasn't sitting underneath the canopy. No. It was just now a, he's in some dingy bit. apartment of apparently the parole officer. Yes, right. who had set all this up? Because we got the parole officer and the Mario brothers are both there, and uh, they're like, "Oh, thanks for dropping in." <laughs> they take the bag and pull out this fucking. Horse. Horse statue. It's like, I don't even fucking get it. So when is that stupid tea-sipping, Jeeves-looking motherfucker even going to get here? And he, the door opens and in walks like the the, the most stereotypical <laughs> English butler yeah. you've ever seen in your life. Like Exactly what he just described. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Completely the, the just... The short coat, the short waistcoat with the long with tails. With the long tails and the tie and the... the the collar, like the even to the mustache and everything. Yeah, no, absolutely. He didn't have a monocle because he was the butler, not the but lord of the manor. He pulled right, the right, monocle right. out to ex- examine the horse statue. He did pull a monocle out to examine the so statue. So he, yeah. he's like, "Oh yes, this is." Impeccable. What are we doing here without monocles? Obviously, we've all reached uh, a point in this podcast where we should definitely all have monocles. <laughs> I've got to read my notes oh. <laughs> and let me check my notes. <laughs> Uh, he's a bitch. Yes. Uh. <laughs> Perfect. So he looks at the horse and he's like, oh, this is exquisite, irreplaceable, and then smashes it over the pearl officer's head and gets a piece of crystal out of the bottom of it. 
And then the parole officer's like, wait, you can't, what? You can't just take off. What? Where's my cut? Bad choice of words, because this is where we get old sword sleeves, which was, you know, this was named back in college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Old sword, sword sleeves. sleeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, like, extends his arm, and this transformer sword comes <laughs> ratcheting out and cuts the fucking parole officer's throat. Right across the throat. At which blood splatters onto Hawk and everything, and then he pulls the sword back in and then, like, reaches out to shake Hawk's hand. I'm like, I wouldn't. This no, wasn't like a Wolverine type move. No, it, this was like it was definitely like a folded sword that my dog is getting count tangled up in the cables right now. Yeah, it Complex. was a weird uh, folding sword. Yeah, I yeah. if if I just saw that sword come out of nowhere, kill a man, and then fold back in, and then he tries to no, I'm not, I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to no, touch your hand no, right no. now. No, have you, uh, have you watched that hand? <laughs> <laughs> that blood, that blood get on your hand too, because. I don't want to. I don't, don't want So he gets back to the bar and he walks up to the cappuccino machine. You know, and Tommy's like, "Oh, did I miss anything?" He's like, "Oh, you know, Gus or whoever the parole officer. Gus gets murdered. And you ask, did I miss anything?" And he tries to get his cappuccino, and the whole machine starts like sparking and exploding. He's like, "Motherfucker!" He just wants a cappuccino. Just all he ever wants is a cappuccino. And so then Tommy's like, "Hey, check out the paper today." So he looks at the paper, and the fucking Da Vinci horse is, after a failed robbery attempt, still slated to be the top item at tonight's auction. And he's like, wait a minute, what? I didn't even want to steal this shit in the first place, but but I've got my fucking pride. Like, I did the job. You can't tell me that I just stole something, and now I didn't have even apparently steal it? How much does a new tux cost? Which makes no sense to me. I stole something, and now they're saying I didn't steal something, but I got paid to steal something. Win-win. I'm off to Puerto Rico or wherever I've got to go. Oh, yeah. To. I got all this money and yeah. no heat on me. Perfect. Awesome. So this is the plot hole that messes with you. This is where you kind of... Yeah. No, a bit. Mm-hmm. This dude's been in prison for 10 years, pulled off a job he didn't want to pull off, did it successfully, got paid for it, then turns out nobody's looking for him. Yeah. I'm not worried about anything except for chasing pussy. Now, that's what I want to do. I want to get some action. And, and, not. and a goddamn cappuccino. That's yeah. what he really wants. I want a cappuccino. And no point is pussy involved. He just wants a cappuccino. He no, no, that, it's still there. That. He's still oh, there. Still there it comes up later. Oh, he's yeah. like, yeah. Let's but and then like, he is incorrigible about it. <laughs> and, oh, you, that's scoundrel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, that old Bruce, he's just such an incorrigible poon hound. <laughs> old poon hound. Poon Hound Bruce is what we call him down at the Y. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why are you all? Yeah, he's like worried about getting a tux and going down there. And then as soon as he gets there, what's he worried about? Poon. Andy. Yes, Andy like as soon as he gets Andy there. McDowell. Yeah, he gets there and he sees somehow there's Andy McDowell, but somehow there's an empty yeah, seat no next to him. Yeah. Like all these weird old creepers aren't going to sit down next to Andy McDowell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> This is the biggest plot hole. <laughs> yeah, this is the one. I was like, really? This movie's done. The biggest plot hole right is sitting right beside Andy McDowell's hole. <laughs> and it is. It, nobody's going to buy that. <laughs> Sorry, Andy okay. McDowell. Okay, so? So he sits down. <laughs> her character is Anna, by the way. And immediately starts hitting on her because it's 1991 and it's Andy he's McDowell. He's got a sweet-ass tuxedo on. And he, oh, my God. He's got the most 90s tuxedo that's ever been a fucking 90s tuxedo. Uh, might as well, like, 
he might have information stored in his brain. I think he's Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That is exactly the tuxedo he had on. <laughs> that is. Uh, yeah, but it's also like, I think what bothered me worse is the shoes. Like oh, he yeah. wears like he's wearing, it looks like he's wearing like a, a pair of women's flats and white socks. It's like, dude, who white wears socks white socks? that are socks? kind of thin that almost look like tights. Like who wears white socks with a tuxedo? I don't care. I mean, the shoes, all right, whatever, dude, whatever the style is. But who wears white socks with a he tuxedo? Does. Michael Jackson. Well, Michael Jackson's got them feet that move so fast. You got to watch them. <laughs> you got to make them stand out. Yeah. That's the white socks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not Bruce. Bruce, if Bruce feet ain't moving like that. No, no. It don't make no sense. Anyway, moving on. Sorry. Especially after all them injuries from running across glass and Die Hard. Yeah. And that's why the skateboard. And he's like, his, he's not even wearing <laughs> like a white right. shirt. He's wearing it, like a striped shirt. That's not a plot hole. Yeah. Like his tuxedo it shirt is striped. has got like a pinstripe. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, that right. The shirt is pinstripe. No collars on anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, oh, it's something. It's a 1991 it's tuxedo. It's very much a 1991. Yeah. But, so as he sits next to Andy McDowell, he sees these people around the room eating candy bars. You know, we got Snickers. A, a Snickers, a Kit Kat, Kit Kat a Butterfinger, and, and then an Almond, Almond Joy. Joy. So that's... And they're all looking at him. They're all very Only much, one of them isn't eating it. Actively yeah, eating a candy lady. bar. The a Butterfing- lady, Butterfinger's the one that's just like constantly munching. Almond Joy is just tucked into her pocket, but everybody else is just eating a candy bar. Right. Almond Joy has, is the only one that has a goddamn decorum. I guess. I don't know. Like, uh, uh, like when they get the candy bars, like, eat these. A lot of them. Eat them. Here's a pocket full of them. Like, oh, God. My, my tummy oh, hurts. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I got the diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Just force me to... I'm supposed to be a fucking... Oh, well, we, we don't know yet what they are. But, like, you, you can't eat candy bars all day and be expected to do any of that shit. Um, all right. Want me to perform? Yeah. So, they're... You know this, and anyway, finally up comes the horse statue, and this fucking this fucking idiot carries it up there with bare hands, just getting his finger oils and stuff. Like, I know people you can't even touch their goddamn guitar without at least washing your hands first, because your finger oils is gonna yes, do shit. and that people is Nick. Yes, well, <laughs> you don't touch it without washing your hands. Don't first. you finger blast this guitar? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got. I got three, um, you're three knuckles deep into your nostril, and now you want to touch my guitar. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> That's goddamn right. <laughs> got an itchy I know. I know you're Now you want to touch this horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just dirty butthole working at the freaking place. Just finger blasting this horse the whole way out and it set it down. Like raw dogging. <laughs> yeah, just this fucking priceless horse statue. Price, raw dogging a priceless horse statue with his freaking mokul fingers. And just being <laughs> set it down and be like, here you go, you fuckers. Like, but honestly, who can blame him? This dude's making ten dollars an hour to carry out a horse, and everybody else is about to million hundred million dollars. Yeah, on I'm gonna finger blast this horse. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Two fucks. Yeah, I yeah. left a mustard stain on it. <laughs> yeah. What of it? This hot dog stains. Yeah, that's not the worst stain, bud. I spent the night with this thing. <laughs> Enjoy your fucking horse. <laughs> you just have. You just think off. Laborers are just. I am a laborer, and I know how I feel about rich people. Pretty, and if you're going to spend a hundred million dollars on a horse, I'm jizzing on it. If I get any time, <laughs> but yes, here's your jizz. I horse. am alone with that horse for two minutes. <laughs> yes, it it's covered. It's done. It's done. It's, it's already over. done. Yeah. Well, my sheets must be worth millions. Hey, hey, you think I could fit that horse's head in my ass? <laughs> yes, I can. 
<laughs> yes, <laughs> Nutty professor. All right. <laughs> Enjoy your hundred million dollar horse. <laughs> it's plug. like it's like that. Was it Kids in the Hall like sketch show where there was one guy on a golf course? And he's like, Here's my my power move. How I have so much confidence now is I always put a roll of pennies in my ass, <laughs> and then when I go, you know, go around and and use them. So. I just always think that now there are a bunch of my ass pennies out in circulation. So anytime I see someone I'm like, yeah, you've been dealing with pennies that have been in my ass. <laughs> I would tell you, you so, grandkids, grandkids gather around. Let me tell you about the time I put a hundred million dollar horse head in my, in my ass. ass. <laughs> and right now, Mr. Mayflower's got that sitting in his house thinking he's all hoop to do, but that's been in my ass. Yeah, every once in a while he goes by there and he kisses Probably it. Kisses he it. kisses it right on the head. <laughs> kissing my ass. That's where, that's where it hit the male G spot. Y'all know about the male G spot? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kibosh that right there. <laughs> guys are fucked up, man. <laughs> so. The horse is set up and ready, and they, they're going to start bidding, right? And Bruce Will's like, oh, this pretentious art bullshit. But then it turns out that Andy Andy McDowell gets called up because she's she's the expert. And she always says everybody's got to be like a, a freaking constipated pig or whatever to work here. And yeah. she's like some more constipated than others and then walks and up. And walks up yeah. and looks at him and he's like, yes, this is it. Perfection. Absolutely exquisite. And he's like, oh, oops. Okay, probably She's, doing that. Okay, she works here, and she doesn't know how to do her job, because yeah. that is not the one. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you're really bad at this. And it smells like poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can see it from here. I don't know how you missed it. <laughs> you might need That horse was supposed to be white. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you need a monocle. <laughs> so, anyway... In walks Darwin Mayflower and immediately struts on a hundred million dollars. Clams. He says clams. hundred million clams. And I go, okay, oh yeah, Mr. Mayflower. <laughs> and then a hundred million on wine. And here's Sandra Bernard. The, I, all I ever, I, anything about this woman, all I see is that fucked up mouth. Yep. <laughs> Her mouth is bigger than when fucking Gina Davis turned herself into a Beetlejuice fucking creature yep, that's a good analogy yeah and it's awful that's all i think and then she she has the whatever that where your two front teeth are like oh yeah gap. she's got a, a gap there pretty with, yeah and i mean that's she's, her thing I mean, she's made, she was really she big in the 90s yes yeah, she there, made a was... very successful career out of it and i'm good for her she is funny like and she she knew how to work what she brought to the table. Like, she fucking worked it and has she been has, very I mean, successful. She's a, I mean, yeah, no. She definitely has pronounced features. She has a great body. She was funny, and she could sing. Like, she was a singer that could sing pretty well. Like, if you ever listen to her sing. But she's a butterface. Oh, I don't. I mean, I, I, was, I was in the 90s when I was reaching my manhood. I was... Salute. I did. I gave her the old five knuckle salute a time or two. Was there really any person that had a vagina that you did not give the five knuckle salute to? I mean, was there Margaret Thatcher? Uh, I don't believe that in a minute. All right, one time. I'm gonna say. <laughs> was it Austin Powers? Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day. Margaret Thatcher naked on because he's trying to not be turned on. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, yeah I, definitely, says, I definitely have never bid salute to Sandra Bernhard. I, I, I don't know. Like I said, she's got a great body. She's, she's a redhead, which I love redheads. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, no. Her face is definitely a, 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 a face that isn't what would be considered a classical beauty. but uh, Or in any beauty. You guys can agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> As Anthony's like memoring back to the day. I can't he, unring that bell. When he was reaching his manhood, you know. <laughs> yeah. I was reaching my there were there were other things. I, I no, she's she's very funny. I just <laughs> Well, I, I love her. Her, her value <laughs> is not based off of her face no. by any means. She's no, she's no, very no, funny. She's, but, yeah. And she would be right. absolutely not interested in me at all as Oh no, she, absolutely not. I'm just not agreeing with you. Is this where I'm supposed to... Like, <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, no, no guys, you guys are super Obviously, any, any, oh, totally. Anthony. any straight woman would be oh, into me, yes. but she is, she likes women, and, and I respect that. Uh, she probably still would like to spend a night just to check it out, see what's going on, but I'm not going to It would I'm definitely be you. It'd be the one. Yeah, no, You'd be, be the one. one. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be the one. Then. Nick would be second. Just like a, like a follow-up. Just like... Why don't you get sloppy seconds here? Maybe well, it's simultaneous. Maybe we just yeah. maybe things get weird. Maybe it's know? not that she only likes women. Maybe it's she just likes two at once, and she had to explore that. And if she had to yeah. explore that, I don't think I like two. men. But let's double up on it and find <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's well, not. Oh, that's way. I don't, I don't like, like one, so maybe, maybe two. two. Is maybe two. Right. Maybe two. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like when you eat cookies. Like, well, this cookie's not that great, but maybe if I shove two in my mouth at the same time, mm. a guy doesn't turn me on, but two guys might. Yeah, yeah. Like two yeah. wrongs make a right. If one guy is, is wrong, two guys might be right. Is that what I was supposed to say? It seems like a... Is that where I was What do you call it when something happens in the beginning of the movie that ends up being... What we talk about, Chekhov's oh, yeah. horse or whatever. I feel like we're getting Chekhov's Melanie right now. <laughs> She's like, two wrongs make her right. I feel like you're getting Chekhov's marriage. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I walk went... in on Joel McHale and <laughs> <laughs> Jason Momoa. I'm like, no, I saw this coming. Yeah, no, she was pretty open about it. Yeah, no, she absolutely yeah. told me this would happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> uh, Richard E. Grant plays Darwin, and Minerva is played by Sandra Bernhardt. Talk about Mayflower is their company. Their richer, company? richer in 1991 than Jeff Bezos is now. You know, they're the richest of the rich. And just disgusting people. Slightly less evil. Yes. Slightly, slightly less. less evil. And all they want is world domination, so still yeah. less evil somehow. Um, <laughs> but during this, the fat guard comes in, sees Hawk, recognizes him, you know, from the night before. But Andy McDowell trips him. She's cool, cool as a cucumber, knows what's going on, trips him, makes him fall. And then the auctioneer, we get it slow mo he's swinging that gavel around. And somehow Hudson Hawk's fucking cat burglar thingy goes off. He's like, oh, there's a bomb in that bitch. And like, oh, fuck, oh, God, because he knows it's going to happen somehow. And, of course, huge explosion. Um, so I had to stop, rewind, and watch again. But when the explosion happens, there's definitely a dismembered arm spiraling yeah. through the air. <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, the just, guy that, just the a, guy that, a the guy that gaveled down. Well, I think the guy that gaveled down was the one that exploded for whatever reason. So yeah. it was just his uh, his arm would not be intact anymore because that's the source of the explosion. 
Well, I guess it depends on where the bomb was at. That was just the. That but, was just the, the. But I just thought it was funny, you know, when the explosion happens. There's just this arm like spinning out towards the camera. For sure, an intact human arm. Ah, well, minus the human, just flying along. So <laughs> funny, funny Looney Tunes movie. Um, God, well, there was a movie or a show I remember seeing like. I'm I'm sure it was a movie, and I wish I could remember it because it was like a one of the most intense scenes I ever saw after an explosion, like where you would see like a, any of the explosions that we have in the United States of any terrorist that that happens, but uh, where like the woman like you see this beautiful woman in an evening gown like walking, and she's like looking around, looking around, looking around, and then she turns around to look the other way, and she's looking for her own arm. Like her arm is gone, oh. and it was like a very intense scene where it's because it's like I one of those. I like, remember that scene. I like, don't remember what movie that was. And she's in shock, and she's like, "Where the hell's my arm at?" And she's like walking around looking, and you're just like, "Jesus!" Like, and it kind of that was one of the. I remember seeing that, and it was probably ten, twenty years ago, and I was like, "That they, that was one of the scenes that really, like, I'm like, wow, it must really wow, be intense to be like that." Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it, it is, but like, yeah, when you saw that, 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 that juxtapositioning of 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 beauty and a war yeah <laughs> but this isn't it this We're is just an arm so flying through yeah the this this is not that this is just <laughs> yeah. an auctioneer's arm that went flying through right. like and a fuck cartoon. that guy <laughs> it's probably, it's probably exploded so, um yeah um so he saves anna because there's one of the building columns is starting to fall and you know he runs and saves her from this falling pillar and then she kisses him no, the first kiss, yes. She does She does kiss him. Because nothing like an almost death experience to just get that Warm get that loins. sexual intensity yeah. flowing. Those she also loins, makes that little joke. Loins are like, frothing. There's frothing going on. Froth. There's froth. He should be happy. That's all he wants is froth. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. She's just like, she oh said my thanks. God, I almost died and you saved me. You know, it's it's but she just, was also it's witty situational about it. She's like, thanks, and he's like, oh, no problem or whatever, and she's like, uh, no, you, thanks for ripping my dress. You didn't, ha- you didn't she didn't thanks, you didn't have to do yeah, that. Then. And he said, oh, no problem or whatever. She's like, no, thanks for ripping my dress and doing. That. You didn't have to do that or whatever. Yeah, so she uh, does that, but then this uh, a horse statue that's like suspended from the ceiling. And this one of the says, yeah, no, right. thank you. He says, oh, no, Doc, danger is my middle. And he gets half of name out before the statue swings from the ceiling and knocks knocks him him the fuck out. Which, honestly, and this is a true story, he said, danger is my middle name. And I wanted to name my son Jude Danger as his middle name. But because Melanie shut it down. As she should have. Thank you, Nick. Absolutely not. That would have been the awesomest because Austin name. Powers Danger's my middle name. Is that really? I didn't even yeah. think about Austin. I didn't even. But no, it would have been cool. <laughs> Just would have been cool. No, da- yeah, uh, Austin Powers gag. Danger's my middle name. Well, this one came before Austin Powers. So well, like it I did, said. but he didn't get it all out. He didn't get. All- well, he said it's his middle something. Yeah, Austin Powers got it all out. No, it would have been a good name. Perhaps doesn't matter. He didn't, <laughs> didn't have it. And <laughs> that was way too late. So. He gets knocked out, and he gets knocked out a lot in this movie. And mm-hmm. contrary to what movies tell you, getting knocked out is not good. It's like super bad for you. Yeah, right. No. And getting knocked out like basically once a day, like Hudson Hawk does in this movie, is really fucking bad for you. Oh yeah, this dude is gonna be in bad shape in a few years. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Then you he's gonna up, he's gonna that, end up yeah. running for fucking Senate in Georgia. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. That's... Oh, oh man. 
Herschel Walker jokes. Herschel anyway, Walker. so I'm sorry. Could you not, imagine being in a no party? No offense to Herschel because he was a great football player, and I get that. But that man has had too many concussions. And he's not a great And that man person. doesn't even know where he is most of the time. And being a guy that played football does not mean that you can make a senator. None of it makes any fucking sense. Dude, it's, that dude was living in Texas. And exactly. the Georgia and Republicans moved him. moved him to Georgia because they thought, we need somebody that black people will vote for. And that sounds horrible to say, but that's what, that was their whole plan yeah. in Georgia. It, it and it's sucks. a terrible plan. Like, Herschel's like, just like, man, I just want to keep being a football guy and knocking up women. Maybe and instead of schemes, try policy. Maybe try to do something that people want. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's just, it's so weird. And uh, yeah, he was a bad choice. That was a bad move. Yes. Because he doesn't know where he is or what he's doing. So it's... Uh, yeah. He's paying for abortions for his girlfriends while he's justifying paying for abortions from his girlfriends 20 years ago. Like, it ain't no. Ain't. Hey, great football player. Awesome football. Amazing football well, player. Well, yeah, but... That doesn't mean that he needs but to be I'm in not line vote for you to No, be no, because that doesn't making. fucking translate to this. And no. why the fuck is he here? Yeah. Anyway, so that's how that works. <laughs> that's what happens when you get knocked out too many times. Yeah, yeah. So pretty Matthew soon, McConaughey. Hudson Hawk is going to be running for Congress. Matthew McConaughey could have been the mayor or the governor of Texas had he ran. And yeah. I would say that we would be in better shape now. Though. Maybe. <laughs> But he decided not to because I make movies. I don't know a fucking thing about politics. Why would I do that? Uh, yeah. Probably because politicians... I mean, you're making movies, you're making money. Politicians, it's become the same thing. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Moving on. All right, so Hudson Hawk. Uh, so he wakes up in the ambulance again with the fucking Mario Brothers. Goddamn Mario Brothers are fucking everywhere. Uh, they've set a bomb. Or they set the bomb. They're the ones that set the bomb in the auction house. He tries to fight him, you know, picks up a like a, a little Tray thing of, of needles and slams it into Anthony's face. who has got all these needles. Because somehow the, all the needles are face up. Uh, yeah, where, and untapped. Yeah, uncapped yeah, needles. in a moving ambulance. Yes, in a moving ambulance. That is where you, you keep uncapped face up needles. Yeah, it was the early 90s. It was a crazy time. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah, there was poop table coke everywhere. Yeah. Hmm. It just jabbed him with. A hundred needles in the face that were open on a cab of a moving vehicle. Yeah, that's totally how that goes. Um, and, you know, a little bit of a fight, a little bit of a scuffle. The gurney he's on gets kicked out of the ambulance. So now he's, like, holding onto the sheet, which is somehow caught on something. Yeah, and so... I don't know if we ever saw what it was caught on. No, I think it's just, like, kind of tied it to It just the, somehow was tied to something. But so it keeps him in the same momentum energy of the ambulance. Yes, he's being drugged behind the ambulance as it swerves and does mm-hmm. stuff. And I... I I do. Uh, it tears away, and then he's just flying freely on this gurney down the highway. Dude, and this is a long scene. It is a very, long very painful scene. Needed scene. I like. How's my driving? Cold. One eight hundred. I'm gonna fucking die. Yeah. yeah. Like you would take time to say that, and the one one woman flips a cigarette out that he somehow he, catches, he catches it, puts it in his mouth, and he's like, "Ooh, Ooh menthol." Yeah. Like this is as Looney Tunes as it's it so gets. Yeah. Like yeah. Because then even the toll gag. Yeah. Because the gurney is going to be going through a toll booth. Oh, exact change! And he reaches into his tux and counsels it out and chucks a handful of coins. So they the all happen coming. to land in the, mm-hmm. so that the yeah, arm comes lifts. up. Yeah, no, it it's is. It's so Looney Tunes. And then, you know... And one lady's like, Hey, mister, you gonna die? Whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's it's, re- it's ridiculous. Somehow, because of what he... When he fought and escaped, then the Mario Brothers were like, stumbling around and whatever and fucked up the driver and 
the ambulance like swerved off and ramped off of the highway and, and exploded. Immediately exploded. Immediately exploded. Like the, the whole side of it blew out. Like yeah. 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 Was... And he he comes coasted by on the gurney. He's like, Caesar, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna be okay? Yeah. Yeah. He's playing it up. And yeah. then comes to a gentle stop exactly where everybody intended him to yes. come to Right stop. by the candy bar gang. Yeah. yeah. And there they all are. And they all introduce themselves and like punch him in the face or karate Tasing. chop him in the back. Or it is something. funny how they all like hit him. Like yeah. I'm whatever and then hit him one way or another. They like, all and him. he just takes like, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. And then like Butterfinger tries to come out of a port at John, but a he shuts his which own is, door which in is, it. Uh, Oh god! What's the guy's the redheaded actor? His name. Oh, we is got him. We got him. I got him here. So Snickers is Don Harvey, who was just just the year before this in Die Hard Two with mm-hmm. Bruce Willis. Butterfinger is Andrew Brynjarski, who played Zangief in Street Fighter, who was also the juicer in the program that movie about college football, where they like laid down in the middle of the highway and it got in a whole bunch of shit for that. Yeah, it's a funny story about so, him. Like apparently he was just a bodybuilder. Yeah, that was yeah. visiting a friend in L.A. or whatever, and like a talent agent saw him and like, dude, we got to talk to you. Yeah, you and that's how movie. he ended up. Because we in, need giant fucking jacked people in movies. Yeah, and yeah, turns out you don't just see. He was also in day. Texas, the the latest Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, of course, because he's leatherface. Yeah. You need the, the yeah. stature. So uh, Almond Joy is Lorraine Toussaint. She's from Orange Is the New Black and Selma. Kit Kat is David Caruso. Mm-hmm. Back on the show from First Blood. Still pretty early in his career. He hasn't hit his CI or CSI mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, CSI. CSI Miami or whatever. His fucking fame there. But yeah. uh, So there's our, our candy And he guys. doesn't talk in this movie Mm-mm. at all. Kit Kat never talks. No. And he, he gives mimics. little cards. He gives cards to say. And, and he always has the exact card for whatever he wants to say, no matter what conversation happened to be happening. And he's always able to immediately be dressed exactly like and act exactly like whatever he needs to yeah. be. Whether it's yeah. a statue or a what, you know. If he has to pretend to be somebody, he's already immediately in their exact outfit that they're wearing at the time. Um, but yeah, the, I thought the funny thing, you know, when Butterfinger comes walking out of the Porta John and shuts his door in it and ends up like dragging it for yeah, he shuts his 10 jacket. feet or so before he finally realizes and rips the jacket. Instead of opening the door... He just rips his own jacket and falls over and then gets back up. Oh, I'm Butterfinger. Oh, boy, I forgot. And like picks him up and slams him back down on yeah, the Yeah, like, like he's laying down. He picks him up, moves him to a sitting position. And yeah. says, the dude looks like Brian Bosworth. Like in this movie, he's yes, like he's the, the, the... A bigger Brian Bosworth. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, a blonde mullet. Like, yeah. Yeah, and just dumb as you could possibly ever be. One of the most likable characters in this movie. <laughs> Maybe the only one. <laughs> yeah. um, other than Annie McDowell. Although she does have some, a bit of a two-timing stuff going on. So yeah. No, I'm going to say he's the Well, most she is with the Catholic Church, so of course that's going to happen. But yeah. Uh, sorry, my feelings on the Catholic Church came out. So they used, <laughs> they used to be diseases. Yes, their code names. Their code names were, and and, uh, Almond Joy was like, "Can you imagine going on missions and trying to sound intimidating while being called chlamydia?" I'm just trying to imagine how they would act being named for diseases in that same right. Because when they're candy bars, (laughs) they're eating candy bars. They're eating candy bars. So what? She just just spreading chlamydia back there. Vials (laughs) of your disease. You just got to keep fucking pouring on yourself. Uh, I don't don't know know what you got to do. Well, there's the clap. So she could be clapping. Is that chlamydia? chlamydia? And then there's the drip. Is that gonorrhea? There's slang terms for those. So oh, they, they could have played. Yeah, off but of that. They, she didn't say the, she didn't say she was the clap. She said she was chlamydia. So I'm assuming they were all different 
I just don't know because they were all exuding their names by eating their candy yeah. bars or having their candy right. bars. So if I was in disease, would I just be giving people gonorrhea in all the back of the? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm sorry. This is the hole that we're plot hole that we're. There, there are a lot on. of holes. Yeah. <laughs> Cover all, the ones you don't want to send. Melanie. Awful, awful <laughs> chlamydia. <laughs> And my eyes in this case, because this movie. Yeah. Uh. So anyway, they're all led by George Kaplan. George Kaplan played by the great James Coburn. Uh, I would list out with James Coburn. James He's Coburn's been in, been in shit since so the much. fucking 50s. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, James Coburn's been in so much. He was 63 much. when he made this movie. Yeah. It, if you don't recognize who James Coburn is, I feel sorry for you. But he comes up and he's like, you don't recognize me? He's like... No. Well, last time you saw me, I had a hooked nose and a bit of a beard and blah, 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 blah. And yeah. Oh, are you Bald my, my high school to... gym teacher? Because <laughs> we got to No, I'm also, you know, the man who had you sent to prison. George Kaplan. And he lunges for him and, it, you know, with his hands outstretched for the neck. like a, And immediately, like, four guns are pointed in his face. And so instead, he just kind of, like, smooths out his jacket. <laughs> I don't hold a grudge. I don't know the good. Yeah, that's right. So my employer wants a meeting. So then he, the president, because that's what he says. My employer yeah. wants me to say, the president. And he said, no, someone who's actually important. Someone actually important. Yeah. <laughs> so they, during this conversation, they move this giant fucking box behind Hawk. Kaplan knocks him out. He falls into the box, you know, full of packing peanuts. They then inject him with something to keep him unconscious Hammer it shut. Right. So uh, he wakes up in an empty apartment in Rome. You know, like, stands up. He's got packing peanuts stuck yeah, to stuck, his face. But those things, the magnetic uh, stick of those things. It's just, insane, yeah. dude. I don't know why we're not using that in adhesive technology, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Those things will stick to it. Like, you got painter's tape. That thing will stick, well, only to itself. It won't stick to a goddamn thing. <laughs> Other than itself, <laughs> use the fucking packing peanut technology on the painter's tape, and maybe it'll stay in place. Yeah, and I yeah. won't have some goddamn runs on my fucking footer board. You <laughs> no. Anyway, so my kids got these like uh, they're not beanbag chairs. They're filled with like tiny, mm -hmm. tiny packing peanuts. And those things, once you open a bag of those, they will haunt you for the rest oh, of your yeah, days. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, it's like they're stuck to you forever. Like glitter. Like yeah, you know. It's like they say herpes is the glitter of. STDs or glitter is the <laughs> glitter is the herpes of decoration. So these packing peanuts are the herpes and glitter of stuffing. <laughs> yes, whatever they are, they're stuck to his head. <laughs> yeah, and then he walks out and he sees the Colosseum. So not only do they put him in, in this apartment, but they put him in an apartment, a prime right, apartment, yeah, right at the Colosseum. Like this is this is like a high end apartment. And um, but these are high end people. Well, yeah, they're very yeah. I mean, they're the richest people in the fucking world. Yeah. So he got oh, abducted by friggin' Maple. Elon Maple. Musk. Yeah. Well, before he bought Twitter. Yeah, God. <laughs> How quickly can you tank $44 billion? Well, <laughs> hold my it? beer. It it's it? a good thing that only a quarter of that would have solved world hunger. Yeah. You <laughs> fucking dick. But somebody made fun of him on Twitter and he had to prove a point. I do love. How when he was like, no, you just pay eight dollars and you can be verified because we got to make revenue. And everybody's like, that's not what verification means. You need to like the verification on Twitter was a protection. Yes, we know that this is actually this person. So if you just 
all you have to do is pay money, then anybody can pay $8 and be verified. He's like, no, this is what we're doing. And just the shit show that Instantly Twitter blew was. up in his face. Oh, my God. Like, someone pretended to be Lockheed Martin and talked about we're withholding weapons sales to America, Saudi Arabia, I mean, I don't know, until we figured, you know. And they, like, put out a tweet as Lockheed Martin saying we're not going to sell weapons to anybody anymore. And their stock fucking plummeted. Oh, the same like, thing happened with the one that... The, the insulin the, company. Yeah, insulin Eli company. Eli Lilly, like, yeah. yeah. And they, like... I mean, people have been just trolling hard. Like Doja Cat, I don't know. She's a musician of some kind, pop singer, whatever. But for some reason, she had her name as Christmas. And then he got tired of all these people pulling their shenanigans and no parody accounts. And so he froze it all. And then she messaged like, hey, Elon Musk, you know, it's me, Doja Cat. Uh, I don't really want to be Christmas forever. Can, can you please let me change my name? And he's like, yeah, okay. You should be able to change your name now. She immediately changed it to Elon, Elon Musk, Musk and put a picture of him as her profile. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I get thanks. It. I before his fucking with hair plugs. Yes, stuff. before his hair plugs. So it's balding. Yeah. And then just she used it to fuck with him. It's like, he oh can't, my God, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. It it's it's all going to tank. It'll be gone. It's so terrible. Like, what a stupid idea. Like, we have a problem where we equate wealth with intelligence. And that is not hardly ever the case oh, and okay. elon musk is proving that how do you tank a 44 billion dollar deal in like two weeks jesus christ it's it's been hilarious to watch <laughs> it, i've been loving it so anyway absolutely <laughs> sadly the mayflowers are smarter than that um but the butler's there throws him in a limo and there's darwin butler richard e grant richard e grant has been in a lot of stuff uh someone stopped him at a convention and we're like oh man first time i ever saw you was hudson hawk and i love it so much and he just looked at the guy and goes you're wrong that that is a shit of a movie and like walked off from this guy him (laughs) and i aren't agreeing he's like oh my god i love you so much and this movie is great he's like no fuck you yeah I would not want to be known but, by uh, So anyway, he gets Hudson Hawk in this limo. He's like, we hear you're the best there ever was, and I want to be in business with you, and we need to be with you. And he's, you know, everything anybody ever says, Hudson Hawk has to quit back. He can't ever just fucking talk. It always has to be some, like, super witty. And, and that's great because 80s and 90s movies, it was Bruce Willis, Stallone, and Schwarzenegger had all those great quippy lines, but that's great when you do it after like a huge action scene or after something when they were right. used for a purpose. And that was a thing, you know, those fucking tough guy lines. But when that's literally your entire dialogue for the whole movie, it's, it's not great, Bruce. But we get to the Mayflower building. This is where Sandra Bernhardt is just sitting, sitting on their debt. The, the like board you walk, of directors. Like when walk in, before you ever see anything, you just hear like, uh, I got the power. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But it's just she has headphones, so we don't hear the song at all. It's just her yeah. screaming, just "I've got the power!" Periodically, "I've got the power!" Just, <laughs> yeah. I've got the power. And then you walk a little bit longer, and then I got the power. And then it's like, what? The, and then you pans out, and it's like this is actually a bu- like a full meeting going on. We have like I love this scene. Though, Thirty dude. people sitting around this. It table. just shows how little fuck she gives to everybody at that table. She's just oh, hanging out, care laying all. on the table, being like, listening to With CNC Music is, Factory <laughs> Mastery. Yeah, <laughs> and so they do get her. I think it's Darwin has to finally say something to where she like 
takes an airphone off. Oh, 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 yeah, okay. okay. And so this is the first time we get Bunny, Ball Ball. Yeah. It just throws the ball. And she throws a ball, and this dog goes off and, and chases it. So now, you know, Darwin's like, hey, you have any idea how hard it is in life when you make your first million at the age of 15? <laughs> All right, Doogie Hauser. Yeah, like, no, no, no. Well, you eventually get so rich that you've got to set your goals higher and higher. And I've got a new goal is world domination. Puts his hands up in the air, very dramatic about it. And, um, you know, he's like, I, I, I'm not going to do this. You know, I was I was doing one last job when I got out of prison. Now I'm done. That's it. Okay, well, you know, we, we got your buddy Tommy, and we're going to fucking lock him up in the deepest, darkest, unknown prison in the world if you don't do this for us. So, uh, dear boy, you're going to hit a church. And they just say, you're going to hit a church. He's like, oh, man, i got to hit a, steal from a church. That, fuck, that's kind of fucked up. And then, <laughs> oh, wait. Not a church. The, the church. church. The, I, got, I got to steal from the fucking Vatican? Um, it, not only that, he has to steal, because Da Vinci's notebook, the Codex, mm-hmm. is there at the Vatican. So they drop him off, and he has to walk through like, Jesus fucking Christ, what are you doing? And I felt this was very, like, diehard one. Like, as he talks to himself, it's like, Goddamn John, what are you fucking doing, John? God, what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, but he's trailed by these guys he calls Ig and Ook. Yeah. And they're they're played by twins that didn't really do anything else, but they just kind of follow him along, you know. And he's casing the Vatican, scoping it out, seeing what he can do. Um, he's kind of working his plan out. There's this bratty kid, this shitty little girl with a stuffed elephant just slamming it against the stair railing. Yeah. And he yeah. walks by her and she just sticks her tongue out at him. It's like, you're the one being a bitch. I didn't even do anything. What, are you, what the fuck, kid? And then finally, I love that the mom comes up. Courtney, stop it. You're embarrassing your country. Yeah, I like that part. <laughs> so Remember then... You, people used to care about that. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, right now I'd just be like, we're the greatest country in the world. Yeah. You're not there right now, so maybe dial that shit. I have my rights. No, here, no, you don't. you don't. Those are different <laughs> rights. You live in a different country. You're across an ocean. That's yeah. not... Yeah. So in comes a tour, of course, led by Anna. Annie McDowell. And she's like walking along, talking to the tour, you know. Does anybody have any questions? And of course, Hudson Hawk's like, yeah, what time do you get off? Like pointing at his wife. Like, you get out of here. Wait a minute. Um, so she like continues her tour. Because it's at the bottom. There's like a... Curved staircase that comes down one side and goes back the up the other mm-hmm. side, right? Like a kind of like a big grand entrance that goes down, and the the codex is right down in the middle of them. Um, so, as she continues her tour back up the other side staircase, he takes this fucking elephant from shitty little Courtney and throws it at the pedestal holding the codex. And of course, these fucking cage comes down from the the ceiling like like the microphone in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy the <laughs> thing like shifting down from the ceiling and and then this gas is Poisonous coming out gas comes out and you know the girl's like pokey oh my god pokey so of course Andy McDowell grabs him takes him through the secret tunnel thus losing Ig and Ook it's like are you gonna tell me why you did that back there are you gonna blame Dumbo and I love you you mean pokey that wacky little elephant <laughs> <laughs> um so 
uh, they end up in the Vatican. There's a postal subway. He has his own subway just for all the mail that the Pope gets. Because I don't know Christmas if they're taking Santa Claus letters also or what all they're doing. Well, there's Easter and. Did you just write to the Pope? Some people do. This many? I don't know. I, I've never wrote to the Pope. I, I feel he's I got bigger. It's probably more than just getting there to the Pope, but yeah, no. People do unreasonable things for <laughs> for religion. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, she's landed on thick. Like she is flirting with him really fucking hard, and he sets a dinner date. You know, they're gonna meet. Tomorrow night at Enzo's. Yeah, and uh, as he like he looks over his shoulder and sees Ig and Ook have made their way down into the subway. He's like, "Okay, I gotta go." And I do like he goes in for a kiss and she just like turns her head, you know, because she's a lady. She's a fucking lady. But so he's like gets the cheek and then he runs off, and uh, then she goes up to this Jesus radio. Yeah, speak through Jesus. Just like the your every. You know, crucifix because you know when Jesus comes back, he wants to be reminded of how he was tortured and killed everywhere he looks. But you don't know. Yeah, I fucking love it. Oh God, I love it so you much. Don't know. Oh God, it really gets me going. God. I was so rock hard for those three days. Uh, Jesus is a freak. You're going to purgatory. <laughs> That's. That's an optimistic outlook. <laughs> yeah. That's better than where most people tell me I'm going. But I'd have to believe in it first to care. So anyway, she talks to it and, the, you know, report up stars at once. And it's very like a Charlie's Angels yeah. like, fucking callback. So she goes up and sees the Cardinal. Cardinal played by Leonardo Simino. It wasn't the Pope. No, the, the Pope no, was the Pope, only the in it for when he's watching yeah. Mr. Red. Yeah. Gotcha. So this is the Cardinal, but I and I I don't I don't remember what it is, but get your phone ready because I all I have is go to his IMDb and read the first line of his bio, Leonardo Simino, C I M I N O. He was also in the original Dune, the eighties Dune with Sting. Mm. But C I M I N O popped right up there. Apparently, the first line of the bio on IMDb was enough, and I didn't want to write it out and read it. I wanted somebody else to discover it. So I don't remember what it was. Let's see. <laughs> What's it say? For the first line of the bio just says, little veteran, little old man, Italian character actor. <laughs> Steadily worked in both movies and TV shows. Veteran, little old man, character yeah. actor. That like must have been it. Yeah. <laughs> little old man, character actor. <laughs> I guess that struck me as funny. So started started being a little old man when he was twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> That's Perfect. not true. I just made that up. <laughs> Had a long career being a little old man. So anyway, little old man was like, "What's going on with Hawk? Like, do you have to be so believable with your flirting? Like, I, you know, he's got to be all in. I've got to, I've got to sell it." Well, he's definitely going to steal the codex, also. So you know, watch out for that because he's he's doing it. He's already looking, and he's like. Or he, she says he's definitely going to steal, and he's like, uh, 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 attempt. Attempt to. We've fought off all sorts of people for most of history. We're not going to lie down for some schmuck from New Jersey. And I'm like, yes, a cardinal who lives in the Vatican uses the word schmuck. I'm sure. Um, but, yeah. So, There's also a scene here where, like, the, some Italian uh, guards have, like, a thermos. 
like, spaghetti. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just and pour in spaghetti, spaghetti out of the like, thermos. Oh, God. I'm sure it kept <laughs> it warm. Ther- no, I mean, I, and I've done the same. Like, I've had specific soup thermoses, like what I would put soup in to go to work, and then I'd have soup at lunch or whatever. But yeah, it's like, I mean, it works the same, except it looked like a, a coffee. coffee thermos. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, like, and you just flurping spaghetti out of it. It was pretty nasty. So, Hot gets to a payphone. He's trying to collect call New York. During this, a massive limo pulls up. You know, he's trying to call Tommy, and it's not going through, you know, voice machine. He's trying to leave a message. And in the background, we can see Tommy being drugged out of this limo and up into a building, mm-hmm. right? And, um, so up after this up comes Butterfinger and uh good on Hawk. Hawk beats the absolute shit out of him. Yeah, he hits him when he's coming out of like the, the, the phone booth and then Hawk just does a couple slick moves and just knocks out his front. Punches, tooth, punches, yeah. punches, and then like swings him face first into the side of the pay phone booth and yeah. fucks them all up. And now uh here, you know, comes Kaplan and the rest of the candy bars and he's reminiscing about the old days. I miss the old days. I miss, God damn it, I miss communism. People were scared. We had a purpose. I got laid every night. <laughs> so Snickers is like, hey, the Mayflowers moved the timetable. Uh, you're hitting the Vatican tonight. It's like, what? I, I literally was given this job yesterday. Sorry, that's less than 24 hours to steal from the fucking Vatican. Yeah, well, you're supposed to be the best, right? And then they steal this notepad, and it's like olive oil, some kind of ropes, a measuring, like an extendable ruler, and a hundred stamps. There's like some random shit, and Kaplan's just like, make this list happen. (laughs) And uh, so Kit Kat comes up, has a whole, he's dressed exactly like Bruce Willis, and as he's like, I'm going to kick your ass one side of this way and out the other. He's behind him, like, right behind him. Doing the Dressed exact same like movements. him, earrings in his ears. Yeah, like the everything. sunglasses even has his hair the same, and yeah. every, until he's doing all these arm motions, and then finally like throws his elbow back and clips him in the face and knocks him out. And dude but, ain't even mad. He's like, "Got me, got me." All right, dude, <laughs> I, I wouldn't prefer that. But holds up a card that just says, "Beware the blue wire." He's like, "What the fuck <clears throat> is that? Why are you just walking around with a card that says that? That doesn't make any sense." So now, um, so now we get. Uh, a stupid gag where he turns around and there's Butterfinger with his face all bloody and he's missing teeth and just like, hey, hey, Mr. Hawk, I got your stamps. Yeah, he's, he goes, he's like super nice. He's not even mad. Yeah, nobody's mad about getting hit or anything. Yeah, by. yeah. they've all hit him. They're just like he's like, I got your stamps, Mr. Hawk. And he goes, <laughs> Good Yogi. Yeah, he's just which... making fun of how stupid he is. <laughs> Love it. So now he uses the stamps. On a box, like he puts himself in a box, puts stamps on the outside, chips himself. So now he's male, and he is male. He's the malest male. And he goes into the subway it's his because plan. now he knows that the Vatican has its own post office system. So he utilizes that to get into it. Uses that same secret tunnel that Andy McDowell showed him that leads right to the fucking Codex, and he takes down these mirrors that he saw and uses the extendable ruler things to build like a mirror scaffolding and then the olive oil on the ground so he can slide the mirrors across the codex for the the laser protection yeah. i mean it's so smart it's just so smart so smart and then he gets so he's able to get up close to the codex and he sees there is a blue wire from the book down to the pedestal he's like 
Kit Kat, how the fuck do you know about that blue wire, man? What the fuck? So, now, as it's happening, the guards walking along notices the mirror is missing. And then goes and looks over the railing down to where the codex is and sees his whole contraption. Gets on the radio, is like, oh, fuck, 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 because he's running down the stairs. Uh, but, you know, in Italian, so... Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. I don't know. I don't know. And so, a ravioli. Caprisi, <laughs> caprisi. And so, as he gets down there, Bruce Willis is back way up on like a third or fourth story or level balcony, and he has a fishing pole. Mm-hmm. And so, right as the guard gets down to the codex, he yanks on the fishing pole, ripping the codex out, pulling the blue wire, causing the fucking thing to come crashing down, trapping the guard and the guy. He just killed that guy. Yep. Oh, he, was, he, he was stuck there, though. Like, he was still alive. No, but the gas. But it well, might not be deadly. It might just... Didn't he, he... Well, he asked, like, when, when the his trial during the Andy McDowell tour, he was like, is that, is that shit bad for you? And didn't you say, like, yeah, really bad or something? Oh, I don't know, because he seemed like he was... The guard looked up and saw him escaping. And it was, yeah, like, but it, seemed it like was he still was, coming out, you know? Yeah, I don't know. It was Maybe joke. he's dead. Maybe he's not. I think it's going to make it bad for you if, if so he just, his family's going to get that Vatican money. Yeah, either yeah. way, it's super bad for you. Yeah. But yeah, Vatican, I'm sure, has got. Well, we don't have really good coverage. Maybe you should just should have prayed harder. Yeah, should have prayed harder. Hey, don't worry. Jesus will probably take care of you. Yeah. Pray well, harder. Well, God will provide <laughs> mysterious ways and all that. So, uh. <laughs> good luck with your dead kids. Anyway. Could you get out of here? You're really kind of depressing me. Yeah. We got a lot of uh, wealthy people here that are hoping to get a lot of money from. So if you could get you and your crying kids out of here, I'd appreciate yeah, it. You're really kind of killing the vibe. <laughs> Catholic Church for you. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, leave anyway, your, leave your son. <laughs> All right, there's a line. So Hudson Hawk grappling hooks out of there. He does get followed by a bit, you know, kind of a rooftop chase. The spaghetti guard. guard. So what? The guard that was eating the spaghetti. Oh, the spaghetti guard, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's got those carbs. I can run. He's ready to go. <laughs> and he's shooting at him and, you know, diving off of roofs. And, and, um, and you're like, like, he drops a bag at one point and hits the Santana, which messes up the Pope's reception. So this is the only time we see the Pope, where he's trying to watch Mr. Ed, and all of a sudden the reception gets yeah. all shit. He's like hitting the side of the TV like, or whatever, because Mr. Ed's out. So anyway, he pulls a tango in cash and zip lines on a power line down from the... Yeah. Or does he grappling, throw his grappling or... Yeah, some, I don't remember. But he zip lines down off the roof. I don't remember, remember it being a power line, but yeah. And then lands onto a chicken bus. Well, no, he lands on a street pole. Like somehow he falls off. Yeah, perfectly. Lands he ass lands onto a, a friggin' street, street pole. light pole. And, and then, then like back, the chicken and then his ass the cheeks bus. were holding on that as long oh, as yeah. he could. Because it's nineteen ninety one Bruce Willis. Those yeah. ass cheeks got oh, great. Oh, they yeah. got some great. I mean, that was tight. the point. I think that's the reason he wrote that in. Yeah, of course. Tight. I want people to know that my ass cheeks are tight. Yeah. Well, you tight. could show them. No, 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 no. All that butt slurping. This will do it. All that butt surfing? Slurping. Oh, slurping, yeah. Butt slurping, We're yeah. surfing. I mean, I'm not going to make judgment. So, yeah, then he gets on the chicken bus. Chicken and bus. then he jumps from the chicken bus right into the table for his date. And his that's thing. where the feathers, because he... Andy yeah, because McDowell's he, like, like, you're late. And he like, <laughs> blows his feather away. That's right. Is able to order a meal in perfect Italian. Mm-hmm. But then ask for ketchup. Yeah, the, the, the guy walks up. 
He's like, who are you? He's like, I'm the waiter. And he's like, oh. And then he orders in perfect Italian. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, all right. Uh, could I also get ketchup? Oh, fucking two or so. The fucking ketchup. Goddamn fucking. And he walks up all pissed off. So, but he does bring, I do believe he brings the ketchup out in an ice bucket. Like, yep, a, like champagne a champagne. <laughs> so then, yeah, this was a chocolate and he accidentally mentions prison. She's like, prison? Uh, yeah. How long were you? Well, let's just say I missed ET. Yeah. And instead, she finds this exciting. This is this is revving up this nun. We didn't know she was a nun at the time. Oh, oops! Spoilers. She has a thing for sinners. I think she says that even. Well, but all. She yeah, because she goes. I have. I, mean, a I know Jesus did. He hung yeah. out with a lot of whores oh, yeah. and and whatnot. But the, the dress, dregs. the the red dress she was wearing was very 1990s, like mini skirt with the off the shoulders, oh, but Andy big, McDowell. big, yeah, it was. Oh, there's a nun. I want to see her as a nun. She dressed in a nun in that movie. For a little bit. Like yeah. one wasn't scene. enough. Wasn't enough of a She does say, time. I have a thing no. for sinners. And he goes, oh, I have a thing for sinning. Check, please. <laughs> um, so now suddenly we're in her room. And this is where he explains, you know, Hudson Hawk, because Hawk is the the breeze that comes off of a river, and Jersey's right off the Hudson River. And I mean, it's just, I'm sorry, it's Jersey and the Hudson River. I can only assume that that Hawk breeze smells like fucking rotted garbage. <laughs> I don't know. I missed this whole part. I must have. But he's topless. Dead. He's just walking around without a shirt on. I'm sorry. I missed that. I don't know. Oh, because then it was the, 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 then it went into the back rub like, time. Yeah. Like oh, she's kissing along his back and he's like, he tries, he tries to pull some shifty Bruce Willis kiss shit. <laughs> you gotta watch him. Well, she was <laughs> awake. Shit. She was awake. Yeah. So he's struggling. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, but he does pull some rapey kiss shit and she doesn't fall for it. But he even has the line. This is problematic. If I don't make love every 10 years, I get a little cranky. Like you, you gotta fuck me, otherwise I, you know. Anthony says that every two days. <laughs> I don't say that. You act that way, but I don't. he it's does. He gets rumpy. very cranky if he's not released. Uh, I mean, he's got a hand. I know, fully aware. I, I am too. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, not only does he have that shitty line of "if I don't if I don't fuck every ten years, I get cranky." But, but I don't kiss guys. Got to make sure, you know, I've been in prison. No guy stuff going on. <laughs> it's the 90s. You got to make sure that nobody can. Assume. Even nobody would assume that anyway, but you got to make sure. Just got to make sure you throw it out there. Otherwise, you're not my own. So she finds the codex in his bag. She's like, you fucking did it in less than a day. Less than a day. And you fucking did it. Uh, outside of the apartment are the candy bars. Um, <laughs> Almond Joy is like, what the fuck is going on in there? And Butterfinger says, you want me to rape him? <laughs> like, but there was a scene when they were at the restaurant. What the fuck is going on yeah, with the screenplay? That was out of, out of the blue. Like, we just had the rapey kiss. With the, oh, no, I got something. No, no. And yeah. then Butterfinger, you, you, you want me to rape him? There was the scene, though, when they were at the restaurant where Butterfinger is like, a steak burger, a you know, he's like, and French fries. This is this is France. You should know French fries. And like this is this is not this, this is, is Italy. Whatever. Yeah. And then he looks over at at Bruce and and Andy McDowell. And he's like, 
Oh, to be young and in love in Paris. Or yeah, in Paris. <laughs> yeah, in Paris. And then like takes a whole baguette and just bites yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> just a butter-covered baguette. Yeah. Just, God. Want yeah. me to rape that him? That was weird. Want yeah. me to rape him? You're like, Jesus, dude. No. <laughs> it's quality no. writing. Yeah. Quality, quality writing. Yeah, who wrote this fucking movie? So, I don't know. Um, anyway, Anna's like, I've been aware of the Mayflower's interest in these three pieces, these three things. So I was told to announce the fake statue is real to like draw them out of the, the woodwork. Right. And he's like, does everybody know more than me? I'm just, I'm just good at swiping stuff. And she hands him a cappuccino and he's like, Oh my God, yes. Fucking cappuccino. And he takes a drink. This, this doesn't taste like cappuccino. Oh, guess I put too much ethyl chloride in it. And he passes out again. Because it's been a day, so he has to get knocked yeah. out somehow. One right. more, he probably had brain damage. <sighs> passed out a while ago. <laughs> I, we're all finding out the effects of this. Yeah. Now. <laughs> that's why he has... Ah, this movie. That's, hello. That's, that's why he... Yeah. So the candy bars all burst in. And, uh, you know, Andy McDowell's like, my people are not fucking happy, all right? We need to see Kaplan. We need to see him now. So they're all in it together, but apparently not really well together because they're all undermining each other. But uh, so she gets to talk to Kaplan, and you know, like you're you're in it with the fucking Mayflowers now. Like we, I thought we were we were doing this. He's like, no, no, we were using the Vatican. The Mayflowers have the real power here. It was all a sting, you see. We were setting. It was a setup so we could bust him, and uh, Hawk will be fine. Don't worry, you know, he was a patsy just to get all this kind of, get all the pieces into play here. Um, So Kit Kat, go with her and there's Kit Kat. Dressed like her. Dressed like her in the red dress, everything. Um, So she goes to confession and, uh, you know, I thought the CIA was helping us to get the Mayflowers, but they're working with the Mayflowers and uh, the Pope, the Pope warned me not to trust the CIA. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure he did. So, because uh, it turns out that it was the Cardinal again, right? So this wasn't a confession so much as just a mission update, right? So Hawk gets taken to meet the Mayflowers. They cut open the codex, get the second piece of the crystal. Mm-hmm. Got two of the three. Um, it tells CIA is not to hurt Hawk. You can't hurt him because we need him for the final job. Oh, really? They can't hurt me? Can't do anything? So he immediately starts punching the shit out of Butterfinger and Snickers and just punching fucking people and then grabs Sandra Bernhard and starts like dancing and grabbing her. And it's like, Oh, if you can't fuck with me and we do whatever I want. And I do like, we get the Butler with the yeah. leaf sores. Like, well, you don't need your balls for the job. Do you? Well, that would qualify as hurting me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. And then we do the Vulcan death grip and knock him out yet again. Yeah. This, everybody's okay. good at knocking this guy out. Like, yeah, so he wakes up and he's cuffed, you know, hands cuffed behind him on a chair with some extreme key code musical box thing. Yeah, yeah some kind of weird handcuffs that are got him in there. That, it's like a this is the second time he's been in them. A five, well, a yeah. five by five keypad that's all registering musical notes. And so, you know, as they push it, it's almost the same ringtone from the Austin Powers movies. But they talk about their plan of alchemy. This is where we find out that lead. And gold are one proton mm-hmm. apart, so it should be super easy to change one from to one to the other. We want gold. Da Vinci had it and and hid it so nobody could use it. 
He didn't know what he had. We can turn worthless into prices. I want to flood the market in gold, the basis of all money, the basis of everything. If we flood it with so much, everything monetary becomes worthless, leaving only us in charge. Like, well, no, your whole power is based on money. Money. So if money becomes worthless... There was a hole there. There was a slight hole That's a big hole. Yeah. If I can sail a ship through that hole. Well, it's not the only one. (laughs) <laughs> We're sailing a lot of ships through holes in this movie. There's a lot of holes in this movie. So the last job is the Louvre. The, the Louvre. Sorry, I was trying to. I think they like call it the Louvre or yeah. whatever. Louvre, like yeah. The, the, the lo- yeah. So we got to get the helicopter model again. His his spirally helicopter model, right? And he's like, "No, I don't want to do it. What if I say no?" And Darwin's like, "I'll torture you so slowly, you'll think it's a career." <laughs> <laughs> I'll even murder the bitch you took to prom. Oh, Betsy, I can get you an address on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so I mean, I I like that line. I'll murder you so slowly you'll think it's a career. That is a fucking intimidating that line. Is a good line. But to turn that right into like fucking bubblegum Looney Tune joke, like ah man, you had it. The joke <laughs> was pretty good. The threat was pretty good. You but... probably needed a beat or two in between them or something. Um, so they blindfold him. He gets mad and, of course, is able to get out of the cuffs because just by hearing it, he could know what the code is. Takes off the blindfold and there's Tommy. Uh, no, Man, I'm Tom. so sorry about our friendship. Oh, so sorry I did that to you. Yeah, he basically gives a speech like, I don't give a shit about the laws. The only laws I ever abided was the law of friendship. Not but here I am, broken that, breaking that one. Yeah. He's like, but the only way I can see it is this is the way we can get out of it or whatever. And yeah, then and then it cuts it. to the CIA and the Mayflowers outside. So we don't know what he was saying about how to get out of here, right? And so, yeah, Mayflowers and everything. Like, I don't, are you sure we should have left them left them alone? That's probably not right. they <laughs> two scheming motherfuckers. This, they're, are we sure? Nah, nah, it'll be fine. And then we hear gunshots. The two guys come flying off of the balcony, Mm -hmm. roll down the stairs, end up at the bottom of the stairs by the street, another gunshot, an ambulance pulls up. They both get thrown into the ambulance and take That's a quick ambulance. They they roll over. uh, uh, Danny's got blood all over him. It's like, oh, God, Danny. Whatever his name is, Tommy or whatever. Ambulance immediately throws him into there. It's like, well, that seems convenient. Yeah. But But I don't know how they're communicating all that out there because this turns into straight on... Forgetting Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. This point, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they they end up at Anna's, and you know, driving the the ambulance the into Pope. a moving truck. Yeah, the yes. Pope has a Which trailer is on my bucket list. I want to accomplish this at some Drives point. Any kind of I vehicle, drive any a, kind of vehicle into another vehicle. That into is a moving got, truck. Yes. Mm, okay. Isn't that just basically a crash too? Is no, I mean, <laughs> I be, not successfully. It would be a crash. Like, I want to drive my motorcycle into the back of a pickup or drive my car into the back of a semi. I mean, it's just, it's just something up, I got to make into the yeah, yeah, up into the trailer of it safely. There yeah. you go. You got to... Safely is the key bit. word. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, I ended up back at Anna's, you know. Oh, we're going to go to bed. Tommy's sleeping on the couch. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go sleep with the... Yeah, because there's only a curtain between the room. Yeah. And he's like, you're I'm totally going to go do this. And she's like, and you're, here's your sheets. You're sleeping out there. It's like, damn it. Still can't, still can't score. Can't lay in this. Can't land this just plane. can't get. I just can't get in there. Just can't. It's just so tight. Probably. So next morning, CIA is there, and they shoot darts in their necks, temporarily mm-hmm. paralyze them. Right. Yep. And they're sitting there. I don't know why his hands are like up. Because weird. they move them. They like maneuver them. Oh, they do like shift them. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 
So a lot of good good back and forth of, of all this and like, oh, soon as yeah, I can They can, can move perfectly my... talk. They just can't move their yeah. bodies. As soon as I can move my hands again, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. So now the CIA ended up robbing the Louvre. They already got the last piece and they cut open the helicopter. We got the third piece of the crystal. We don't fucking need you anymore. So it doesn't matter if you fucking die now. Um, they take Anna and they leave these time bombs. They got this gun that shoots out these like suction the, cups. The, the classic bazooka villain time. friggin' move. Like instead of just killing them, putting yeah. bullets in their heads. Yeah, no, 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 no. Why do you, you don't need to poison them? You didn't need to paralyze them. You didn't need to tell the story. As soon as they walked in, you could have shot them both in the head. Just kill them yeah. and be yeah. done. No, nope. but instead we got to poison you, explain our whole plot, and then leave you like ten minutes to get out of the situation. We'll put time bombs out there. Yeah. Uh, but it's a weird, yeah, it's a weird bazooka that shoots out like plunger-looking time bombs, right? Yep. And um, so the guys are starting to unfreeze. They're like noticing, oh, I can wiggle this finger. Oh, I can do this. Oh, oh. So, like, he gets AJ because AJ's coming to blow another poison dart, but he like blows in to so the other end of the thing, shooting the dart out the back into her mouth. Except for the. The back part of the dart is the plunger, so you would just hit in the back of the mouth with the plunger. Well, it was still unless it also stabbed you, you in the mouth or, or, something, yeah. or something. Yeah, but but now she's paralyzed. But that she's whole, paralyzed, and yeah. then they shoot a time bomb onto Snickers' head. Yeah, a suction cups to his head, and of course he can't pull it off because oh my god, I don't it's know how to work a, a plunger. Suction, yeah. and, I want those uh, suction cups. I want those. So yeah, those like, are the good ones. Yeah. Um. So they they bail out as everything explodes, and now AJ and Snickers are dead. Um. We get Anna tied to a chair. And they're trying to get information out of her. And she's like, I want to talk to the dolphins. Like they gave her like, they gave her like truth serum or, or something, something like that. And she's they're like, is this the symptoms or this is the... Yeah, I think it's just her fucking with them. Like, hey, yeah, I don't know. But it's funny, like when Rosemary was first born, these were exactly the noises she made. It was just, he's like... Yep. And all I could think about was Andy McDowell tied to a chair talking to dolphins. Because that was... That, that was, was the same noise? Little Rosemary's... Carolina made parrot sounds. Ah. 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 Rosemary also was doing leg lifts. She just laid, like, he laid her down on her back, like, a day old. And immediately just, just her legs just lifting up, just working, just working them abs already. Yeah, working that core. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Um, but they're like, okay, well, we killed the hawk, so hopefully you can piece these pieces together. And she just keeps squeaking at the, at the dolphins. So now during this, here's where Hawk and Tommy are breaking into the castle using the time bomb gun. We're like, Walk along, just shooting it. They're using side by side as their song, you know. Walking along, singing a song. Shooting plunger bombs. And uh, plunger bombs. <laughs> oh, God. So I do like we get right to the end of the song. The big dramatic ending, you know. Side by. And then we get the butler fucking sword. Side. And he interrupts the last note. of the- I always like that. Uh, on Tommy. He's about mm-hmm. to cut Danny's throat right there, right? So Hawk ends up fighting Kaplan. Um, like, straight up Three Stooges fighting. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. It's And now Anna is painful. able to break free because Sandra Bernhardt ends up killing Butterfinger. <laughs> he walks in to see something, and she fires off a crossbow that she's like three arrows yeah, at the she same gets time. all shot yeah. up. And he like comes walking back with three arrows sticking out of his like chest. He like, turns around, walks out the door, closes the door, <laughs> door. behind him, Walks over to, to Kaplan. Yeah, Kaplan. He's like, I think we might have been two timed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> double cross. Double, double cross. cross. And then Paul's yeah. over. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, then Andrew breaks free. And then Hawk, yeah, that Hawk and Kaplan fight. Like, 
what Kaplan's kicking him right, left, right, left, making Bruce Willis like, oh, ah, until he read, oh, my hat. And bends down to pick up his hat, making Kaplan miss with this jump kick. Yeah. And he flies off of the castle. Onto the limo. Onto the limo that the butler is driving Tommy away in. Mm-hmm. Right. And the butler's also already been like shot. Is that so? This was then he then he Darwin's in the limo also. So Tommy's fighting with Darwin, and there's a gun out. So he the gun goes off, ends up hitting the butler who's driving, and uh, they both Darwin and the butler both like bail out of the vehicle, and so it's careening, and Kaplan lands on the limo as it flies off of a cliff and explodes. So it's just Kaplan. Tommy's in there, and Tommy. And it blows up. And it blows up. And so they all get inside now. Oh, man, Hawk is pissed. And the Mayflowers need the crystals put together. And uh, Hawk is doing it because, you know, fuck, uh, you know. My best friend has died. Best friend, yeah. We're, we're at the final straw here. But you see, like, at the very last minute, he's, like, about to put the third piece in and then kind of hesitates a bit and the camera cuts away. Um, they start up the machine Give this whole big speech about how fucking important they are, and they're gonna. At some point, they killed the, the dog too, world. which seemed unre- It seemed like it wasn't. Oh yeah, there's. The, well, that's the, after that. The, the, we're not after? to the dog oh, yet. Sorry. Yeah. So, and so they're like, we're gonna fucking war so good. We're saying there's the machines amping up and everything, and even Sandra Byrne, I was like, we're gonna fucking rule the world. And you're all fucking ants and you're pieces of shit. And then Bruce is just like, what would uh, what would happen if I didn't put that together just right? She goes, what do you mean? Like, what would happen if I left this little piece out and he's still got one piece of the crystal in his hand? She's like, ooh, that would be bad. Like, really bad? Yeah, like, like really bad. And so uh, suddenly the machine explodes. Darwin, who is standing basically in the middle of it, is like, what the fuck? And it falls and crushes him and he gets ruined. And Minerva gets covered in some kind of molten goop. Yeah, it looks like molten metal of some kind. And just, just melted from this goop that came out. But then in comes the butler, and Andy McDowell's like, your turn. He's like, my turn? I just killed the fucking Mayflowers. What do you mean, my turn? So then he's like trying to fight the butler with his sleeve swords, and she does get a gun and shoots, but ends up shooting Hawk in the shoulder. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, he's like, stop helping. Stop fucking helping. (laughs) And uh, so then we get the sleeve swords he uses back. uh, He has both sleeve swords out. And he gets his arms and like crosses them and pushes them back and like pins them to the door behind the so, butler, yeah. right? Pins them to the door behind him and then the door shuts, which makes him rock forward across mm-hmm. his own sleeve swords and decapitate himself. Guess he won't be attending that hat convention in July. No. <laughs> I got to no. get that. But then the dog comes up, fucking Bunny. So this is where Annie McDowell does it. Yes. She finally, bunny, ball, ball, and he jumps up and she fires his tennis ball out of the thing, knocking him out of a window. And there's the end of Bunny. Yeah. Seemed excessive. That dog did But the dog was attacking Annie. Like, it was like, so I'm like, it's at her neck. Much like my dog is attacking everybody in the room (laughs) right now. She's not happy. Yeah. So she does her part. She gets rid of Bunny. She does? Yeah. Now the whole castle's going up, and they come like just massive explosion because you know the the alchemy machine. But they come out on the glider. They do. The glider saves well, the them. The glider all. saves them, and they fucking land, and they're all good. And then he's like, "Hey, you want to play Nintendo with me?" 
even though he doesn't know what a Nintendo is. I think she even asked, like, what is, what's the fucking Nintendo? Oh, he wants to play Nintendo. There's a joystick. There is. I want Duck Hunt. Buttons to push. (laughs) I want Duck Hunt. Yeah. (laughs) So they get to this cafe, and they're sitting there, and Tommy comes riding up on a donkey. And I'm like, wait a minute. You fell off of a cliff. Airbags. Could you fucking believe it? The sprinkler system. You exploded. Sprinkler system set up in the back. Can you fucking <laughs> believe it? And he just goes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's probably what happened. <laughs> and he takes a chug of his cappuccino and throws it and we freeze frame. And the narrator's like, Hawk finally got his cappuccino. And then we get a theme song written by Dr. fucking John. Oh, Dr. John. Old Dr. John wrote a song. About Hudson Hawk specifically for this movie. Who else can say they've had a movie with Dr. John? Wrote a song specifically for him. It's funny because he was playing a sweet mouth harp for him. Oh, that's and right. Dr. John's like, yeah. I'm gonna oh, drag, like a harmonica. Oh, you groovy cat. I'll make a Hudson Hawk song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what Dr. John sounds like. <laughs> anyway, so that's... We end with Dr. John. Best part of the movie. And uh, that's the end of it. Let's go around to give our thoughts. Melanie, I don't think we need to guess, but go ahead and yeah. rant anyway if you'd like. I will never watch this movie again. It was, it was, yeah. I actually regret watching it the first time. Like (laughs) halfway through, I said, I I should probably go do some laundry or do something more important. But I did it. I told Anthony I'd watch it. And so I did. You did? And then you did a whole episode on it. One Uh, and a half times. Nick is doing a tremendous job of trying to fight my dog off. And the whole time I'm like trying to signal Melanie to grab the dog and pull it off of him. It's not not working. so, all right. Still wants to hang out with me. Negative, negative from you. I would, yeah, that's a solid negative for me. A solid yeah. negative. Yeah. All right, Anthony. Um, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time. And the first, I've watched it. I've rewatched it twice in the last two days because I watched, I watched it the first time for the rewatch, and then I watched it again with Melanie for a while. And honestly, it wasn't nearly as bad as I remembered it. I think it was worth a rewatch just because, yes, it's silly. It there's a horrible, horrible lines. That one eight hundred, how am I driving? Holy fuck, I'm gonna die! Was painful to watch, and painful <laughs> to listen to. Uh, also, you want me to rape him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's that. Bad. But no, I think overall, like if you just if you haven't seen it in a long time and it's on the TV, it's worth watching. I'm not gonna give it like a absolutely watch it every time. If I'm flipping through, it's rare that I'll probably just tune in on it. But if I ain't got nothing else going on, I'd rewatch it. So All yeah, right. I. The few people, because most people have never even heard of it, don't know about this movie's existence, don't know anything about it. Uh, but the few people I've come across that have actually seen it, a whole lot of hatred. A lot of hate for Hudson Hawk. And I have always liked it. In fact, the copy I have came from original host Los. Uh, I got all excited when I saw I had it on DVD. And he let me borrow it. I was like, Fuck you, goddamn Hudson Hawk, and I watched it. And I went to return. He's like, actually, no, man, I don't, I don't need that back. You can just have that. I was like, fuck yes. And I, I fucking love Hudson Hawk. I, I really enjoy this movie. I don't know how many times I've seen it, but I'll see it at least that many times more. I'm sure. I, I really enjoy Hudson Hawk. I think it's a lot of fun. Well, I mean, it's stupid as shit, but it's like it's like watching a Looney like Looney Tunes or something. Yeah. Like it is all so. So absurdly dumb. What was that other movie that came out that was basically just like a Looney Tunes movie with, with Roger Rabbit? No, with no. like Cl- Clyde or Cliff or whatever the guy's name is. It was from Sin City. The guy that like he was always chewing on carrots and stuff. And like I don't I don't know. I'd have to look uh, it up. 
But yeah, it kind of reminded me of an earlier version of that movie, which I will now have to look up. Well, I did text Elise to tell her what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And her exact quote back was GD, which she actually said the word, I will not. I fucking love that movie. You better tell the boys that. Total rewatch. Clive there Owen. Oh, Clive Owen. Yeah, there was, was Clive Owen did a movie. movie? No, it wasn't an animated movie, but it was like a movie where he like he was it was like a slapstick adventure or like like action movie hmm. where he was like Bugs Bunny. Uh, and he kept chewing on was a it carrot. Shoot him up. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, I think it was clothed. shoot it up. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. but yeah, this I I don't know. I think this is obviously I recognize that it's dumb, but I just love how it's how it's done. I think it's I think it's a good time. So we got three out of, three out of four with Elise's way in. Evidently. Three out of four. There you go. Deal with that. Do without what you will, listeners. Uh, don't forget, you can find us on Twitter at Their Watch Party. Melanie's looking at both of us like she's mad that we all said is or worth a rewatch. No, I'm just like, these are the people I hang out with. Yeah, this is, this is the company I keep. Huh? She's just going to go downstairs and watch Chocolate. She's going to go downstairs and watch their Downton Abbey. That's what I'm going to watch. What? what? <laughs> uh, Find us on Twitter at The Rewatch Party. Find <laughs> us on Facebook at The Rewatch Party. Email us at TheRewatchParty at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about Hudson Hawk or the CIA or candy bars or anything else. I don't know. I don't remember what all we fucking talked about in this episode at this point. But Yeah, no. Uh, let us know all about it. Don't forget about the Tournament of Champions, our sister show running, where you, the listeners, get to pick which characters from episodes make it into the tournament, but also... You get to pick how those battles play out. So make sure you find us on Twitter and Facebook to vote on all them polls. Also, we have our special thank you episode because we have been ranked. Oh, yes. We have been ranked 94 out of the top 100. Yeah. Now, 94 is not a lot to brag about, but top 100, not 94 out of 100, period. The top. Top 100. So we have officially made the Billboard charts of movie review podcasts. 94th in the world. That's right, motherfucks. And that's all because of you, the listeners. So as a thank you... In the you- kumite of movie reviews. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've at least made it past the first round. Uh, so as a thank you, we're going to let you pick any episode, any movie you want us to cover, even if we've already done it, even if it's not in my movie collection, even if it's only on streaming right now. Uh, all, all rules are off. So you email us at... The rewatch party at gmail.com. You have until the end of the year, December 31st. At the beginning of January, we're going to put all your suggestions into a hat and we'll pick one. We'll probably make a video of it so you know we're not cheating or something. And uh, you will have picked a, an episode that we now get to talk shit on. So make sure you get your votes in on that. Chocolate. 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 Uh, join us next week as we search for groomsmen and wrestle Lou Ferrigno. And I love you, man. Until then, I'm Nick with Anthony and Melanie, and thanks for rewatching. And like take the bag of sun chips, like the little single serving bag, and you crunch it all up so they get all crunchy, and you just, just crumbs, and then you open it up, and then you pour it on the vagina, and then do kind of lingus. <laughs>
Will you marry me? Yes! Peter already booked the place we went for that long weekend. So romantic. So romantic. She doesn't know she's on speakerphone. That's where you guys had sex for the first time, right? Wow. Marry him. Lock that tongue down, girl. So you're not gonna have a best man? Um, here's the thing, Zoe. Peter's always been a girlfriend guy. All his dude friends just fell by the wayside. Why is it weird that I had girlfriends? Not that we're just saying you never really had a best friend is all. Well, who's your best friend? Your brother, Robbie. What's up? He's about the coolest guy I know. <laughs> So what do I do? How do I meet friends? If you see a cool looking guy, strike up a conversation and ask him on a mandate. Okay, you know what I mean? No. Casual lunch or after work drinks. You're not taking these boys to see The Devil Wears Prada. Oh God, I love that movie. No, I won't. He just moved to LA. His mother says he's so excited to meet you. I really enjoyed this. Awesome. Yeah, he got up in there. Like tongue? A whole bunch of tongue deep in my mouth. I'm Peter Clavin. I'm the realtor. Sydney Fife. Hey, check out these two. That guy needs to fart. He does seem to be clenching. Watch the leg. Boom. He farted in my open house. He sure did. I'm thinking it might be a little bit small. Totally, and it smells like fart. Hey, Sydney. I could be in Venice by five. I can do that. This is Amanda. He's the most beautiful dog in the world. In your plastic bag? Or... Oh, no, I don't clean up after my dog. Damn it! How about cleaning up after your dog? You mind your own! What the f***? Society tells us to act civilized, but the truth is we're animals, and sometimes you gotta let it out. Try it. Ah! Respect the process. Ah! Yeah, you feel better? Yeah. Want to eat a corn dog? Yeah! Let's go. What do you guys do for seven straight hours? Yeah, Pete! So is he your best man? It's way too early to tell. Sweet, sweet hanging. Truth is, I've been a girlfriend guy, but out of all those girls, you're the only one that wanted me to have my own life. It's like one of the most romantic things I could ever think of. What's up? Come on. Hey, geek! I just stepped in your dog's crap! <laughs> Peter Wright!